Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine. Coogan's go time on a Monday morning. I had a case of the moon days, man. Uh, football team is done. Cold this weekend. Chilly this morning. I mean, it's Jan 23. Too early to quote, need some time. <laughs> need some time off. Need some time off. <laughs> uh, it's another long off season for your Buffalo Bills. Uh, I got a bolo out there, man. If you see any... See any big work trucks pulled over top of the Dames Point? Just grab my man, Buffalo Tom. Throw him in the back of your car. Just grab him for me. We'll get through this together. It sucks being a Bills fan, bro. There's a lot of different ways to blow your season or have it come to an end. I guess it's not always being, you know, uh, some, some terrific fault per se. But if you're a Bills fan, it's like the same thing. Is it not? It is. It's like Groundhog Day, man. Every year you got a good team. You either had the best team early and then you got cold, but you're, you know, you got a high seed or you you struggled some early and then you got hot like they did this year. The 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 stars had all the line. They were finally going to get the Chiefs on their own home field. By the way, home field is a place where they lost last year to the Bengals, remember? Great game. So, here are the uh, Bills sitting in a familiar spot, bitterly disappointed. Another year of a franchise quarterback used. There's one more year of Josh Allen, and prime Josh Allen, by the way. It ain't that guy. It is not that dude. Nice catch, Diggs. Oh, good grab, my boy. You know, you diva receivers, you can't drop a ball. Because you priss and you preen and you bandy about all sassy-like, talking your nonsense and pouting with your pacifiers. Huh? Where's your brother this morning, by the way? Where are those tweets? Huh? Where's Trayvon this morning? Remember him? Remember Trayvon early in the year, uh, uh, E? Remember him? Oh, I remember all remember the tweets. Remember him piping in and popping off? Where are you at this morning, Big Mouth? Nice catch, Diggs. Oof. You're the man. Way to show everybody how much you need the ball. Good catch, Diva Diggs. Nice grab, friend. Maybe next year, when you're not getting the ball, maybe sit down and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shut up, you big crybaby. This is what's wrong with you Diva receivers. You cry and you pout and you tell the world how important you are. And then the season's on the line and the ball's up in the air and it's right there for you. And you drop the ball. You know why you drop it? Because you're an insecure little diva who, when the mids show up, you decide to alligator arm. That's why. 
All these divas, they get to me now. If you're going to be a diva, you best, you best bust out that aria at the end of the opera. You best bust it out. If you're going to be a diva, before that curtain falls, you better get your fat A out there and belt me a tune. Oh, not Digsy, though, boy. Nice catch, Stefan. Good grab, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks for telling me all year how great you are. Yeah. I'll just read your bio next time if I want to see some success. Because I put it out there for you, big boy. Let me tell you something else there, Digsy. A Digsy. If you'd been wide open and Josh Allen had missed you, oh, you'd have marched back to that sideline, wouldn't you? You'd have taken your helmet off. Stomp, 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 stomp. Hands going everywhere. Nice catch, Diggs. Not the stomp, stomp, stomp. Stomp, 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 stomp. Yeah, looking here and there. Throwing your helmet down. Sitting down. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Pow, pow, pow. Good catch, Diggs. Way to go up and make a play. You the man. Channel my inner Bills fan there. E. I got no dog in this fight. I know, right? I mean, I can, I can go full out for Lamar now. <clears throat> More on that coming up. But the story is just the sickening way that the Bills season ends year after year after year, dude. Dare I say, I mean, I, I might rather be the Jags and just peter out at the end of the year and lick your wounds and go home. Than to go out like that. Than to go out like that year after year after year, yeah. man. Every year. It's like one or two plays. It's so, it's so close every year. Have the Bills even made the conference championship game? Did they do it one year? Like, you remember the 13 seconds game as being the AFC championship, but it wasn't. Uh-huh. The Bengals came into town the next right. week and actually yeah. won the game. Maybe Bills Chiefs one year, the first time they met in Kansas City, maybe that was an AFC championship game. Bills are coming up, though, short here in a great window. And you just wonder, what can they do, E? They got good tight ends. James Cook in the running game came alive. They yeah. got a pretty decent offensive line. Josh Allen is a man-child. And now, the defense lost some of its leaders. Defense didn't show yesterday either now. It just didn't show that Bill's defense is good. You say the same thing for the Chiefs. Those two offenses, after about middle of the first quarter, just went up and down the field, didn't they? Like five lead changes just or something. Boom, 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 boom. Who gets the ball last? Uh, the earlier game yesterday, the Detroit Lions are where they ain't been in over 30 years, and that's into a conference championship game. The Lions have not won an NFL title since 1957. Wrap, wrap, wrap your head around that. 1957, boys. Y'all want to guess how long that is? That's like 60 something, 66 years since the Lions won a championship. So long ago, it wasn't even the Super Bowl. Were you watching the end of the Lions-Bucks game? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Can somebody explain to me why the Bucks went home with a timeout? I don't know. There's like 35 seconds to go. It's third and 12. Yeah, I don't know. Call a timeout. Make them get. Yeah, maybe it's a chip shot. Who knows? Use it. I think he lost. I just don't. I think he lost track of what was going on. I do not accept Todd Bowles' answer. In the post game, but what what are we doing? If you missed it, Baker threw a pick. The Bucks were down eight. Again, this silly analytic where you somehow go for two when you're down 14. Life of me, I don't understand it. You can't make it make sense to me. 
Uh, by the way, I gave all the blame to Diggs uh, in the Buffalo. We're going to circle right back because I'm not going to put it all on the kicker. Kickers are kickers. They choke. They're, they're not the alpha men that the make up the rest. I love you, Scopes. Don't come slap me. Kickers aren't that same dog now. They're kickers. They're going to miss. That's like the accountant sitting next to you in your cubicle today, running him out there in the big moment. There's certain kickers that got that in them, right? In fact, the meet, the, the meeting in the AFC Championship game, I'm not worrying about a choking kicker between Butker and Tucker. Those boys get it done. This kid went out there, stared at those goalposts, and literally crapped himself is what happened there. Flutter pushed one off to the right, not even close. So, yeah, it was a 44-yarder. But Diggs was open behind the defense, and it would not have been a touchdown, but they would have been down there inside the 20. And uh, go back to to Tampa, though. Yeah, it's 23-15, or 31-23, and the Bucks are, you know, they've just turned it over deep in their own territory. The Lions are kneeling, and, and Todd Bowles doesn't call a timeout. And again, I don't want to exaggerate it, but I feel like there was like 35 seconds to go. You could have called timeout, make them kick a field goal. You'd have got the ball back with, I don't know, 25 seconds. If they miss the field goal, though, you still have a chance. Are the odds great? No. I haven't seen them pack up for the season with a timeout in the trunk. I've not seen that. And so I think he lost complete control of what the heck was going on in the in the football game. I, I, I can't imagine there's 35 seconds to go in a game. And it's... It's third and 12, and you let them just kneel? Huh. Are the Lions winning the game? Sure, you bet they are. That game was decent. Niners, Packers. Oh, another missed kick. There's another idiot kicker ending the season. That dude Carlson killed the Packers all year. If you're a Packers fan, you know how much that kicker has killed you all year, and he did it again on Saturday night. He missed one late that you know, would have put him in a position that it would have been a tie game in, instead of a 24-21, def- was it 24-21? Three-point defeat. That's what it was, wasn't it? Yep, 24-21. Yeah, 24-21, 27-24 last night. The primetime games were good. I, I think the over, you know, I think if there's one, you know, stamp from the weekend that was in, in the postseason, though, it's the Bills. It's just it's just the heartbreak that is Bill's fan, man. Bill's Mafia breaks chairs so they don't break their own skull. Bill's Mafia drinks beer so they don't have to take a sip of reality. Bill's Mafia bundled up and went home last night for the winter like a big old bear that stepped in a trap again just before hibernation. Need a medic! Just... Grabs him by the bottom of the leg, chops off the foot, limp it back to the cave, bleed out. We'll see you again next year, or you can try again. Ugh. Tough. Tough. But the conference championship games are now set. Uh, we will get to those uh, news and notes. Obviously, when we uh, come back on the other side, but I hate football games where... You know, the headline and some of the main post game comes from, you know, kickers, totally on me. Or a kicker, I've, I've got to own this. And we had it in two game, two primetime games. Kickers, can't get it done.
I always feel for the big guys when we get to this part of the year. These big uglies been sweating since training camp. You know where the kickers are in training camp? What is it? Lollygagging around over there in the corner of the field, bouncing the ball off the ground, waiting to come in and practice their pooch kicking. Or their, I mean, what a joke, man. You guys got one job. One job, man. The game's on the line. You've been here all year. You'll, yeah, you'll run your silly self out there and make a meaningless one against the Jets for me, won't you? Yeah, you'll pepper her through from 51 up 31-13 against the Jets in November, won't you, big boy? Uh, what about the season opener first drive? You'll pound it through from 48 without thinking. Put a little something on the line, and Tyler Bass becomes Tyler Bass. Frustrated today. Frustrated with these big-mouth athletes who spend all year long telling you how great they are. Thumb their nose at their own fans create problems within their own team, wreck the chemistry, and then when it's all there on the line, after they've been pleading and whining and crying and fussing for the football, when it's all there and it matters, they let it go right through their hands. Is there any self-awareness there? Will Stefan Diggs now not be a pain in the A-Diva? Nope. Still will be. This is the drill. Somebody morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Want to weigh in? We have a text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. We have hotline right here into the studios. Both those numbers, 641-1010. You can also reach out and touch us via the uh, good old-fashioned email. That's the drill at 1010XL.com. And we got a lot to make our way through. The recruiting rankings, are they, like, set in stone after the early signing period? We do still have a late signing period. And even though the couple of moves by Florida this weekend were would be categorized as, quote, transfer, transfer portal, Florida added a couple of top 300 recruits to the 2024 class. So I'm just wondering if that, you know, if that recruiting class that plummeted down to about, what, 16? As the final pins and papers were being gathered back on the December signing day? You know, they plummeted because they lost all these these talented players. I'm just wondering if you add, like, I, I saw they got a DB who's like 168. They got a, I believe, a defensive lineman who's like 242. So that's a couple of top 250s. I'm just wondering, do, do you add those back in now? I, I the, the damage in the court of public opinion, I've probably done. Let's reset the college basketball scene. Our congrats this morning to uh, Maddie Driscoll. And we'll, we'll uh, accentuate that a little more when we come back as well. So thanks for being up and at them with us. History made on the PGA Tour. Tell you why when we come back. You're listening to The Drill on 92.5 FM. Going out of my mind That's kind of a good Monday song. This 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 is like Bill's fans anthem today. Like I'm walking uh, Loses my mind, I swear. I can't I can't, I can't concentrate. I can't concentrate. Ugh, I need a shave. And I need a shave. I go to work. I look tired. Boss says I'm going to get fired. The bills are not your life. I can't do it, boss. The bills are killing me. Huh? Just in a mess here. It ain't beautiful, actually. So change that. <laughs> What a beautiful mess, what a beautiful mess I made. Oh, it's a mess, man. Spending all my time with you. There's nothing else I'd rather do. Just screaming at you. Just screaming at you. All right. There you go. A little Brooks and Dunn for you today.
Oh, man. Still hurts watching those Jags this weekend compared. The young quarterbacks took a little step back, got a little, little reality check. C.J. Stroud didn't look all that on sat- on Sunday. Boy, God forbid you texted if Trevor Lawrence had played like that on Sunday. Y'all be sending him off to the moon this Monday. Telling us how it was done with mirrors this regular season, you bunch of crackpots. Huh? Jordan Love being Aaron Rodgers, that, that dynamic changed a little bit with that throw. Oof, what was that, son? Son, we got time here, man. There's not eight seconds left. Do what? Yeah, the 49ers-Packers game ended with uh, Jordan Love, and they had time, right? That one needed a field goal, didn't they? Was it a three-point game? Yeah, it was, it was three-point yeah. Game. One needed a field goal, and, and Love rolls out to the right and just throws one of the more ill-advised passes that you'll see in the next 50 years of watching football. It was like, bro, what are you doing? He's rolling to the right. They're chasing him over there. He throws back across his body all no the way across the field into, like, quad coverage. Had no chance. No chance. So he, and he played a great postseason. He had a terrific home stretch. But, boy, that throw. So the young, uh, you know, these these young guys continuing to add some some polish to their game, but they can get a little tarnished on there too. And I, I, I think the way, uh, and CJ Stroud just didn't play good at all the other day. I mean, just, but look, that's the Ravens. You're on the road. I think we all saw that one. Cause that to me was the easiest call of the weekend to the point in a little Friday five pack type scenario. The Ravens were given nine and a half. I laid it. E. Laid it. I laid it. I'll, I'll take the Ravens. Yeah. Ravens winning this in by two scores. Hey. And so, yeah, I'll, yeah, you can have the nine and a half. Give me the Ravens. And they are the only ones. Green Bay look, kept playing. Just so they're going to be a handful. That's a young football team. It looks like they got another one, another quarterback. And you know, right? Are they really going to go from Favre to Rodgers to Love and have 50-year of right? all-star level quarterbacking? Not 50-40, though. I mean, Favre got there in the early 90s. It's already been 30 years of... Hall of Fame level quarterbacking. So many teams just go looking and beating the street trying to find one of those dudes. And here yep. the Packers are going to have three in a row. Really? Um, you remember we did this story a little bit ago. It, it, it was I think it's kind of started on social media, but there's been this trend of the logo of the Super Bowl has matched the colors of the team that are in it. Man, yes. And so even then, I think it was fair to kind of assume that these two teams were among the favorites, but now we're getting awful close to the Super Bowl logo, which was unveiled months ago, has, and you can look up the story yourself. I, I don't know the specifics. I'm not saying it's every year, but it, Seems like they had been the last few years that the whatever the logos in the Super Bowl are that year, those colors have corresponded with the teams that are in the Super Bowl. So, in other words, last year's logo when they put it out would have been like red and yellow and had some dark green in it. It was Eagles against the Chiefs. Well, this year's logo was kind of the 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 the, the red and gold and purple and purple black. In there. It's yeah. Ravens Niners is what it is and. Now here we are with the top seeds. It's one against three in each, um, in each conference championship game. It's the one seed against the three seed. The the the, the two seeds having been dispatched in week one, and um, 
six straight now conference championship appearances for the Chiefs. Six in a row. How long has Mahomes been starting for the Chiefs? Six years. That'd be six years. Yeah. He's every year the man has played. He's played in the conference championship. All right, I I think you six o'clockers can feel me on this here at six thirty-two in the morning, and this is in 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 no way at all a a a political, even a personal statement, man. You want to say you're a boy, a girl, an alien, a dog? You do you within your framework of your life. I do not care, man. I don't care if Joey says he's Jennifer and. Changes everything. I don't care at all. Could care less. God bless you. Make your way. But when you're born a dude and you tiptoe into the sports world and you beat the girls, this is like the biggest sign of insanity in today's modern culture. I don't care about the feelings, the emotionality. I don't care about any of it. The fact that we have so easily, quickly, and readily accepted dudes beating women in sports because they feel like women is the dumbest thing that I've ever heard in my life. I don't even think about it. It ties my brain into knots thinking, wait, what now? Again, if Harry wants to be Sally through conversion therapy and counseling and it's lips to God's ears, how whatever, I don't care. <laughs> If Harry wants to be Sally and we pass in the grocery store in aisle four, good morning, how are you? But if Harry wants to be Sally so he can go play a golf tournament and beat all the Marys and Alices and Jones, it's wrong that they let this pin swimmer, a dude the year before, beat the hell out of all the women swimmers in NCAA. I don't even know what guy, I don't even know what the excuse is or what they're trying to protect. This is an easy one. It's so easy. It's a layup. Yeah, I'm sorry, man, but your shoulders are eight sizes bigger than hers. Your body's bigger. You're, this, is, this is just ridiculous. So today's pest of the day is Haley Davidson. Pest of the day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Yeah, no problems. Uh, no company. No, It's solutions, baby. Mission Pest Solutions and pests are a problem here on the First Coast. Uh, join me as uh, a member of the Army of the Mission Pest Solutions clientele. Uh, nobody does a better customer service. Second to none. When you call 944-PEST, you're going to speak directly with the owners. By the way, Mission Pest uh, Solutions is locally and veteran-owned and operated. Uh, you're going to love them. But, yeah, my, my pest of the day today is a Haley Davidson. Haley Davidson um, uh, dreams of making it to the LPGA Tour and won a women's tournament in Florida this weekend, which will improve their chances of making it all the way to the LPGA Tour. Uh, Davidson is a 30-year-old, a Scottish native now residing in Florida. But the 30-year-old Haley Davidson, I don't know if he was Harvey Davidson, Billy Davidson. But Davidson is was born a man or a boy and grew into a man and then decided, I'll go win some golf tournaments and just, I don't know, I'll just be Haley Davidson now. E.T., can you take the, can you take the long walk in here? I just want to show you a picture of Haley, quote-unquote, in action this weekend. I mean that just scream that screams femininity, doesn't it? Bruh. Huh? Come on. What? Are we 
we just are we just gaming the system now at this point? Haley, the dude, is just, he's just got short hair, a golf hat. He looks like you or me out playing golf, only he's got a golf skirt on. And, huh? Oh, that's crazy. Listen, civic rights to every citizen, no matter if we agree or disagree with where their headspace is, that's a right here in this country, and it should be for everyone. Allowing men to put on women's clothing and take hormones and play women's sports is the stupidest thing that will happen in my lifetime. Man, Haley back wider than mine, man. Haley is a man who decided, yeah, I can't beat the men in golf, so here's an idea. I'm now Haley. Somebody throw me a skirt. Let's go win some cash. Juana man. Juana man. I just don't, I mean, again, there's plenty of signs that it's falling around a falling apart around us again this is not and again if you're going to get in your feelings this morning good here's a tissue i'm this is not coming at a position of hate or not understanding or anything else if you are struggling with your gender identity perhaps sports should be secondary right now if you were a man you shouldn't be allowed to play women's sports end of story it is so demonstrable it's science. Every single expert knows it. There is no counter argument. If Haley wants to play golfy, she's allowed to go play in the men's tournament. As a woman, she's allowed. He, they, I, they're allowed. So don't tell me it's about the competition. Well, shouldn't they have enough? Yeah, yeah, they should. They should go play with the other dudes that wear 44 regular. Hey, a shout out. Anyway, that's that's the pest of the day. It just just it's right there in front of me. I again be very clear. I'm not making a social statement here. I'm making a competitive one. And where at any point we said, yeah, you've been a man for 21 years. Go take a couple of hormones. You're now a female. You can race in the pool against the women. I just that's just beyond stupid, man. That's today's Pest of the Day, brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. The anti-pest, well, that would be Maddie Driscoll. Shout out to Maddie this morning, and congratulations to UNF. By the way, UNF is uh, taking flight, so to speak. Them boys on a roll. Uh, They've won four in a row. They won again over the weekend. Um, And so now at four and one, they're just a game out of first in the Atlantic Sun, but those four A-Sun victories mean Matt Driscoll, the UNF head coach, is the winningest coach in A-Sun basketball history. So Shout out. Shout out to Matt and the boys. Um, a JU, after a win midweek, they, they fell to Kennesaw at home over the weekend, so uh, Dolphins struggling a little bit. Ospreys 4-1. and one. Gators got a win this weekend. They won at Missouri. Did you watch any of that Florida basketball game by any chance? No, I didn't. Missouri has this dude. I swear they just got him like at the rec center on the way over. My man looks like he's about over. He's like thirty years old, overweight, like not totally unathletic. You know when the dudes got the belly, but it's kind of like that hard belly. Like they don't look yeah. real jiggly. You yeah. know what I mean? But they're you're solid. still good. Solid. Yeah, this dude. I think his last name was Honor for for Missouri. Y'all catch that? Any of y'all watching Gator basketball this weekend? Yeah, Missouri's got a little fat dude running around playing basketball for him. Uh, but Florida got a win that they needed uh, on the road. I mean, I say needed. I guess need is a relative. But now two and three, we talked about this being 
You know, this is a stretch where Florida needs to pick up some wins. Oh, you're talking about Nick Honor. Yeah, there he goes. You see him? You out see of, my man? Out of Orlando, from Orlando, Florida. Yeah, there you go. Look at him. You got a picture of him playing? You see him? He's a little pudgy, isn't he? he is. Doesn't he look like he's like 30 and you got him at the rec center? Like he's running, I got next? I'm at the YMCA. Yeah, he's at the Y. Uh, the Knowles, by the way, who have been playing so well. But, uh, shout out Canes, by the way, paging Joe Yu. He lost another one this weekend. Oh, that Canes basketball. Uh, FSU, I, uh, go figure. Just so they start to get love and some momentum. They lost at home to Clemson this weekend. So, uh, such a hot start in, in the ACC after that 5-1 and one start. They had kind of righted the ship and lost at home by 11 uh, over the course of the weekend. All right, let's kind of come back, get into a little more football. And that history made on PGA Tour, I will share it with you when we come back. You're listening to The Drill. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. Is this tweet real? It's funny. <laughs> uh, John Daly on whether or not Harvey, Rob, Haley, what's the... Anyway, Davidson. Yeah, uh, Daly on Davidson said, quote, I won 100 tournaments. If I threw on a skirt and called myself a woman, that dude's as feminine as a Ford F-150. John Daly, ladies and gentlemen, not me. The views and expressions. Um, I got a more serious golf. This is how ridiculous college sports have gotten. E, if you're a football player and you go to the University of Alabama and then, you know, uh, Roll Tide Ford comes over and says, hey, man, we'd like to pay uh, $1.2 million to ride around in a Roll Tide Ford and represent us while you're here. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're allowed to do that now in amateur athletics, quote unquote. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Even the Olympics, E, you choose to be totally amateur. They pay for gold medals now, don't they? Believe so. I mean, this notion of amateurism and what now disqualifies you from being an amateur, there really should be no more parameters. If, quote, Olympic athletes can get paid, amateur sports no longer exist. By the way, my sources tell me that the NIL and how to manage it is trickling down with big meetings coming at the high school level. Pretty soon we're going to have to worry about little 15-year-old Timmy getting forty grand to go play at this high school instead of that one. That's how off the chain we are. But somehow, Nick Dunlap, you know who that is? Nick Dunlap, I was going to say he's a PGA Tour pro, but he's not, you see. He's just a sophomore at the University of Alabama, but you know what he did this weekend something that hadn't been done by an amateur in 33 years he won on the PGA Tour sophomore high school or sophomore college. in college at Alabama and by the way held off Sam Burns Justin Thomas and there's some big boys in that field now Dang. he's the reigning U.S. amateur champion a very good golfer. He's the tour's first amateur winner since Phil Mickelson won in Tucson, Arizona in 1991. He's just the seventh amateur winner since 1945, just the third amateur to win on tour since 1957. But here's where I, I make it come around full circle. Somehow, in a college 
athletics world where you have a transfer portal, you have an NIL where you're flat out allowed to get paid to do what you do. Somehow, in golf, guess what? Guess what Dunlap can't do and retain his amateur status? He can't take the cash. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, so, hold on. That's right. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Can't take it in. Somehow golf is, is above it. What What is a PJ? Um, as an amateur, he wasn't able to collect the $1.5 million first place check. According to who? According to the NCAA? There's not an amateur playing college football left on the planet, dude. They're all getting paid They're all to go play. And a golfer goes and beats them. This would be like one of these college point guards winning the NBA All-Star Game MVP. This dude just beat the best players in the world, but he can't have the $1.5 million? I mean, what, a, just, what in the world is going on? What are we doing? How can in today's state of college athletics and the NIL, multiple thousands of players being paid six figures? And this dude goes and wins it on his own. He didn't get handed a key from Cadillac. He didn't get a marketing deal from McDonald's. He went out and beat Xander Shoffley and the best players in the world. And he can't take home the... I mean, what? Do better. What are we doing? I got to be honest. $1.5 million and you're going to keep your amateur status? Guess what, Dunlap? You just left school. You're a dropout now. Right? <laughs> yep. I mean, seriously, where's a parent here? Can, can Nick Dunlap's parents please report to the scores tent? This dodo says he doesn't want the $1.5 million. He's going back to Bama? Bro, you've already won the U.S. Amateur. You just won on PGA Tour. Take that $1.5 million. Because you're going to win some more. Now, I wonder if you have to declare before the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and by the way, there's no way in the world the dude thinks he's going to win. You're not winning. You're an amateur. It hadn't happened since Phil Mickelson in 91. It's happened three times since in, in, in 70 years. Ain't happening. Yeah. But what a dumb rule. What a dumb thing. Dumb. Uh, we'll tee up a football fix a little bit later. we got a lot of football to get to out and about, but we'll uh, clear some space here on a Monday morning quarterback, divorcemenonly.com. The hit can arrival and more come your way next. You are listening to The Drill. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes! Let's go! Oh, it's starting to dwindle down, isn't it? This season we call football. And then there were four. The final four. The last four. 
I got to say it. I just feel, I know a lot of people down here don't, but I just feel for Bill's Mafia. Can't imagine hosting a show up there today. They just wake up. It's dark, cold, freezing. Probably had to shovel snow to get out. And they got to do it for the rest of the winter knowing their team is out. Oh, Josh Allen played. I mean, he was doing Mahomes-like things a whole game. Like, oh, this guy's not going to be denied. And then that last drive, he missed some guys, man. I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, Diggs, Diggs blew the game, too. His well, that's true. Big mouth, you know, Mr. Yeah. Can't Do Wrong, Mr. Pout, and complain and whine all year long. I'm the man. What's Trayvon tweeting this morning, by the way? Huh? I'm sorry. Sorry, Bills Nation, but my brother's hands had frostbite. I Ooh. mean, that's a no-brainer right between, again, if he and weren't such a big, demanding mouth. And you can't, I mean, we could all sit here a million times and say, well, we all know Mahomes would have let him down to get a field goal, but we don't know that. Mm-mm. So you got to make the kick, dude. That too. Kickers it's a 44-yard. I mean, two huge kicks over the weekend. Yeah, and they both choked. But yeah. the Packers and, just, the Packers deserve it. Yeah. They never change. That guy's been killing them all yeah. year. Yeah, they kept saying, we're going to stick with them. Don't. Just, no. Get rid of them. Anytime your coach says, I pray we make a kick when yeah. I send him out there, I think he's quoted <laughs> as saying that. Yeah, man. Come on. You can't Seriously, do Seriously, bro. Ah. What are we doing? And Jordan Love, he also had a chance. Dude, that, if he runs, it's... He's at the midfield. That's just a young throw there. I know. You'll live and, and learn. And Baker, same thing, man. The difference makers, they, you know, they poof. There they went. Poof. As Stroud, Stroud played his worst game Stroud, in a long time. Stroud, yeah. I mean, he, was, yeah. he was not sharp at all. But that's, you know, you're on the road against the top seed. So I'm not. Love. I am, Arrow pointed out that the Packers and Texans are the ones that are most like what we were last year. Yeah. They got good play from their quarterbacks in the second half know, of the year, especially. They see got it playoff too. You, wins. You see it. You see the. The excitement, and, and that's cool. We had it last year. Yeah. But l- let us be the warning to y'all. Of course, you probably yeah. won't sit there. By the way, there's some rumors that I can no longer ignore. It's social media. I've heard some whispers that Balky may be um, moving on. I, yeah, I saw Prisco say that, but he didn't. Prisco said it too? Prisco put it out on What his did he say? Twitter. That he's hearing rumblings, but then the, the the I guess the synopsis is no one thinks he's leaving now because of how late we I they, they don't really think he's leaving. It's so, okay, it's okay to leave now. I don't understand this. This they're just I mean there's some confounding things. Why shot? It is odd that he hasn't met the media. Well, so so why you know that's number you know it's that sticks also out to odd me. that the it the, can't be because he just you know there has to be something going on. It's down also there. odd. Mm-hmm. That the word seems to be that Shot really, you know, likes and, res- and appreciates Balky. Whatever. I mean, that's Well, that's fine, odd but- because Shot surely, yeah. uh, as a bottom line businessman, he can look at, like, assets and liabilities and see how they've been put together here. Shot, if you got a bumper company, you got a dude that's that's ordering bumpers made out of marshmallow. You're going to, and, and then painting them and mm. telling you they're steel. Oh, dear. Or aluminum or whatever y'all use to get about 40 bumpers a year oh, out of us. No. So I just I don't understand how they sit on their hands expecting anything different. They're wasting another year because I got news for you. It's to the point now that I no longer believe with Balky running things that we can have the right mix together to win, Hick. I and don't it, think he can do it. And it and it it's ugly head surfaced again uh this week in the form of a football player over there in uh Houston, Texas. What are you talking about? The Jaguars' inability to select the right guy. And a lot of people got on me on Twitter. Oh, you know, some idiots 
uh, uh, oh, hindsight Dan is back. I see that. Uh, uh, and yeah, when it's this glaring, hindsight Dan is back. That's not hindsight. That's comparison. And 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 then another guy asked me, "Have you ever said who you would pick and then talked about each pick as it happened?" Oh yeah, I've only done that for I don't know twenty nine years, yeah. there, friend. So thank you for paying attention. I think I'm more hurt that he doesn't know that I don't do that. What do you think? I I mean. My gosh, and I'm not sitting here telling. Which it's one not are my you job. pointing to specifically? Well, I'm going to give you the uh, specific, okay. and it is a glaring, glaring specific, and I'm going to tell you why. Because in the last three weeks, this dude, uh, in the win over Indy, over Cleveland, in the loss to Baltimore, 25 tackles, five TFLs, two sacks, a pick six. Eight pressures of Lamar Jackson. His name is Christian Harris. He's a linebacker Third from round. the University of Alabama. That boy who was went, getting busy. Yeah, just so you all know, we traded up and had his draft to get Devin Lloyd, and then five picks before Harris, we took Chad Muma. That man was getting Muma. busy. You understand what I just said to you? Yeah. So we had linebacker need. We didn't need to trade up or could have taken someone else in the first round if we traded up. We didn't need to take Chad Muma. If we just take a Christian Harris, our linebacker problems. Do you know would be why fixed. we did that though? Why? Because Balky's terrible. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, our GM. I just again, I mean, it's not like we're there's nothing you can do. It's not like you voted someone in office, you gotta put him up for four years. Right. We have an owner. Tony Khan, I know you listen. Mark Lamping, I know y'all listen. Y'all gotta understand. We're in a window here. And old uh, Balky has it painted shut, dude. Mm. Y'all, what are we doing? Well, anyway, so we'll see what happens. But in the end, um, yeah, in the end, uh, that one sticks out and was glaring at me uh, this weekend. But listen, back to the Buffalo-Kansas City game. It was the marquee game of the weekend, and it, it proved to be. And once again, it's amazing. It's amazing that... The series record is like four to three because when it matters, Kansas City wins. They won all the playoff games. Right? When it matters, Kansas City wins. I mean, Buffalo had to have it in the regular season to stay alive. I just again, um, boy, it was uh it was one for the ages. And I thought Kansas City with the fumble through the end zone. Why do people hate that rule so much? Why do they say that's a stupid rule? Yeah, I don't Like, get what it. do you it want them to do? To it makes sense to me too. I don't get why Which they rule? say the rule where if you fumble the ball through the end zone, yeah, it should be a touchdown. What do you want? A touchdown? You should no. They do the one they think that they should get the ball back, back to, to where the it one. was. No, no. no. Yeah. Don't fumble it. That's Don't what, reach out. By Understand the, way, the that that play doesn't happen very often. But when it does, it always hits. That's like the most devastating oh, play God. that you can have. You're yeah. right on the cut. Yeah. And sometimes they'll go to reach out right. And the Jack, we did this one game late. Who oh, was it? The best one is when they're running and high stepping in there, and they and drop they it early, the ball yeah. a foot early, uh, and that inevitably continues to happen. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand why everybody, I hate that rule. It's a, I don't, I don't hate it at all. And anyway, uh, again, I thought it gave Buffalo opportunity and uh, man, oh man, just a, uh, just a brutal loss for the bills. That's a tough one. I, I, I don't know. You know, what do you do? You just keep knocking on the door. I thought those injuries were going to catch up with them. I think they did to a point, you know, they battled, but I just think the injuries, but I tell you what, I'll tell you something else that we saw. And you can look these totals up, but go look at the totals of the teams in the playoffs. And this is something Tony has harped on over and over again. So I give the big fella credit. They can run the football. Man, I thought Buffalo was going to win because they were running the football. Like they ran it down Kansas City's throat. But, but Kansas City started to, running it too. Yes, to Kansas City's credit, they made adjustments 
and they stopped it, and then they ran the ball uh, with their seventh-round pick, and he did a great job. And if you go, Christian McCaffrey's the best running back in football. Jameer Gibbs breaking one uh, against uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, the offensive line of Detroit is arguably the best in football. We watched a bad offensive line all year. That offensive line in Detroit is fantastic. Uh, from Panay Sewell and Ragnow and all those dudes. And Decker. Yeah. Yeah, they got a good old line. They got a great old line. Uh, they pass protect for a guy who is not athletic, cannot escape, um, and Jared Goff and give him a pocket and happiest of all for those guys. I, I'm shocked at all the uh, – because uh, I've co- we've covered it 8 million times. Peter King mentioned it today. Um, in his uh, uh, Monday morning quarterback column. Uh, but I got a lot of comments on social media about, why didn't we take Aiden Hutchinson? I think we've been over this. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, Trayvon was better this year, but this is still, I mean, when well, they, put, what Peter they King... put up that graphic last night yeah. of all these kids playing, uh, doing it like like better yeah. than the Watts sure. and other people have. So, yeah, sure. that's another balky here's, boner. Here's the guy's what, Mr. Bonehead down there when it comes to picking the right guy. Here's what Peter King wrote. How must, uh, how must GM Brad Holmes be feeling today for many reasons? Their biggest reason for joy, I believe, is the fact on draft day, Jacksonville picked Trayvon Walker instead of Hutchinson with the first pick. Walker's been a good player for Jacksonville. 13 and a half sacks in two seasons, 10 and 23. But Hutchinson's been a major difference maker for Detroit. He's had eight sacks in the last four games, including one with six pressures and the division win over Tampa on Sunday. So, yeah, he's, a, he's you know, you always know where he is. You're, he always stands out to you. So, anyway, we've been down that road. Don't need to go down it again. But Do these numbers sound familiar to you? What you got? 66% completion percentage, 4,300 passing yards. Uh-huh. Um, 29 touchdowns, 18 picks, passer rating 92. Sounds an awful lot like our guys' numbers. Okay. Real similar, right? Trevor had 4,100 yards passing. He had the... Who's the... Who are you? Who's, Josh Allen. That's Josh Allen's numbers this year. Oh. He, plays a, he plays way above what his stats are. Yeah, Josh he, Allen this again, year... he had 18 rushing touchdowns. Okay, I'm Jeff. not... <laughs> but you can't not. That, that's a, I'm talking about his passing stats, and yeah. yes, I can. Those uh, are his passing stats. Hey, 66% okay, passer. Okay, so are you saying Trevor's as good as Josh Allen? No, what I'm saying is I'm surprised that that's what his passing numbers are. Oh. It wasn't a... He threw a ton of picks. We all know that. But he didn't turn it over in the playoffs. Again, I'm saying the ma- the numbers are the same. 40, like the same number of passing yards. That surprises me. The same... Pa- well, in essence, they're not... They're not the exact, same. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not exactly the same. I mean... Yeah. There's a couple hundred yards more passing, and and the passer rating is a couple points higher. I'm just, yeah, I was just surprised that his numbers weren't in bulk bigger than that because mm-hmm. he just throw a lot of pick. You can survive on the picks, you know. You can survive, but not really. Josh Allen's career passer rating Josh is 92. Allen, Josh Allen put the Buffalo Bills on his back at six and six and carried them to the divisional round of the playoffs. This is not an. Yeah, it's not in any way. I just don't see the point of the comparison. I am surprised that Trevor Lawrence's numbers are as close passing wise to Josh Allen, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. That's all it was. It wasn't yeah. about like lifting well, one to the other or dumping the other down. And yeah. so I'm sorry that you're not surprised that his passer rating is only 90 and that his completion percentage and his passing yards were this basically the same as mm-hmm. Trevor. That's mm-hmm. all. It yeah. wasn't a yeah. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's what a quarterback does. He throws the football, but they're, they're, they're not near the same guy right now. Obviously. Yeah. Nor would I ever, ever insinuate or think that they are. I'm surprised that I'm, their numbers parallel. I'm surprised that, uh, whatever. Uh, I, I'm not going to bog down on it. It, makes, oh, it's too late. it made no sense to me at all. That's okay. Like, threw this thing at me out of the blue. Yeah, just, Trevor Lawrence uh, and Josh Allen. And I'm like, I, oh what's, my the, gosh. what's the point here? What are we doing? We're in the middle of talking about the playoffs. I thought we're we were just in. talking about Josh Allen like a yeah. second ago. I could have sworn. Who was unbelievable this year. And, and. Boy, he can really run. Should have ran a couple times on that last drive, too. I just don't know why he didn't. A couple times. Like, he had digs across the middle there for a throw, and he tr- he tried to take that deep shot down the middle of the field into the end zone for that one, and then on third down, he threw another long one, kind of threw it away, and, oh, boy. He ain't afraid to throw that thing deep. No, he's, he's not. He's not afraid. But his guys could have helped him out yesterday, oh, too. Oh, yeah, a couple of yeah. them. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, that I'll tell you, I'll tell you a great one. Man. That third and goal from 13 yards out where he rolled against his body and delivered it in the corner and Shakir. Uh-huh. Is that how you say it? Is it uh-huh. Shakir or Shakir. Shakir? I think they would say Shakir. Yeah. Shakir. Is Woo! Ten. Woo! Man, that, yeah. was a, that was a big-time toss right there. Touchdown. Golly. So, yeah, I don't know. In the end, uh, but Mahomes was great too, man. I mean, they're just elite, elite quarterbacks who – and Lamar's, you know – Right there as well. Lamar and Josh Allen are, are kind of more alike than we think. You well, know? We said that the other day. As far as the running of the ball and stuff. Lamar Jackson, because I'm like, well, he only had 150 yards throwing. But you can't discount he had 100 yards rushing. 100. You know? So, I feel like he toned, down the ru- he, he toned the running down a lot. He has, but if you go back and look, he's basically had the same amount of yards as he's had the last couple years. But he needed that playoff win. That was a big win for him. Oh, yeah. And at halftime, it had to be a little concerning. Yep. I mean, <laughs> yep. I mean, he. We 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 got about. We don't have many yards thrown. It's ten to ten. I think he did admit too that, you know, that there was a little rust, which is interesting because remember, uh, Harbaugh sat them all out, and then they had a week off. But it matters, man, when you're playing at home, unless you're Buffalo. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Kansas City! They just find ways. I got the. I think Baltimore beats Kansas City. Am I wrong there? Like, what's your initial thought of that game? Yeah, I think so too. Are you think who now? I think Baltimore beats Kansas City. Yeah, Casey's uh, luck is going to run out here. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl every year, are they? I don't know. I think uh, they have a defense just as good as Baltimore's. I. You Buffalo, think their defense is as good as Baltimore's? Yeah. Okay. It might be. They haven't given up a three hundred yard passer all year. Yeah. Not one. I didn't realize that one kid uh, who got hurt. What's his name? He was all pro this year. Was it Sneed? Not Sneed. That's the amazing thing. It wasn't Sneed. It was the other guy. Uh, Reed? Not Reed. Keep going. I can't remember his name. He got hurt. He had to get his ankle retaped. He left the game. Uh, I can't think of his name. I don't know. Wasn't not gay. Not gay. He had the neck injury. It's a defensive back. What's his name? Give me a defensive back for the Chiefs. Yoda. Who is it? (laughs) <laughs> I got to get it now. Let's see. McDuffie. Trent McDuffie. Trent McDuffie. Uh-huh. Trent McDuffie was all pro this year. Who? Uh, Ravens so, had the most sacks, 60. The Chiefs had the second most, 57. So you got Trent McDuffie, Legarius Sneed, 
Uh, Justin Reed. All on defense in the <laughs> yeah. back. I mean, that's – and they hit, too. They got Bolton, and then they got the gay guy, and then they got Chris Jones up front. And they got Car- uh, Karloftis. They're, they got some – man. Chiefs 289 a game defensively. Mm-hmm. Ravens 301. Chiefs 17 points a game allowed. Ravens 16-5. Yeah, those defenses wow. are the same. You just don't think of Kansas City in Not those terms, all. but it kept them afloat this year while it the did. offense struggled. Nice to see Travis Kelsey. Remember, he's a football player. That boy so. balled out, yeah. And apparently, he's blowing, for you. blowing kisses and you know, sending hearts sending up hearts. to Tay-Tay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, whatever. His bro- I, can't, his brothers, I can't believe that. His brother stole the show again. Yeah, he did. But – I mean, he did everything but this. He, he did everything but bring the heart to his <laughs> I chest. I he uh, did. <laughs> guy finally caught the football, but more than Diggs can say. Nice catch, Diggs. Oof. Appreciate all that pouting you do all year. All that diva where you tell everybody how awesome you are and how everybody else Oof. sucks. Where's your brother's tweets this morning, Steph? Oh, dear. What's Trayvon doing today? Sleeping it off? I do think about this. Uh, you know, Remember, and that was a couple years back, and they lost to Kansas City, and the Chiefs are celebrating at Arrowhead, and Diggs stayed out there and looked at, the looked celebra- at it, yeah, yeah. that picture. It's uh-huh. like a... And you're like, oh, man. And, uh, yeah, I guess he just keep taking it every year for Buffalo. Man, oh, man. They it just... does, there is a bit of a feeling of, like, one of these things does not belong here to the Final Four to me. Yeah, it's Detroit. Yeah, and the Lions are just they're, they're, they're doing it for. with it. The Lions have gotten real fortunate. They've gotten real fortunate. How so? Well, their boneheaded coach, you know, didn't oh. try and win the game in Dallas, decided it was like the end of the preseason. Right. And so they gave up the two seed. Right. Which they got a break. Right? Mm-hmm. Dallas lost. Mm-hmm. Then they got a bigger break. Tampa beat Philly. So they get to play Tampa. Yeah, but they would have beat this, Philly, too, huh? don't you think? Nonetheless, yeah. it's, a, it's a layup. A lower, yeah. Now they've had two layups in a row with where they've you you know, think, you finished. Think, you think the day of reckoning is coming? Well, I, just, I do, yeah. Brock Purdy go wasn't great, was no, he? The, all those young quarterbacks that they were telling us are you know, the next superstars because in today's day and age, you are what you did five minutes ago, not what you might do in ten minutes. And and Purdy, Stroud, um, and Love, all average, at, maybe below average performances this weekend. You know, we all, often talk about, and we'll, we'll head to break with this, but we often talk about perspective of fan bases, right? I mean, like, when New England had Brady... Every year it was Super Bowl or bust. That was their mindset, especially after they won three of the three of four to start, right? So every year, so they had that in between part where they lost to the Giants twice and they didn't go and they couldn't make the Super Bowl and they were mad. And but they 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 went to three more, won three more, by the way, lost another, but um, went to a a boatload of them, and that was the all time fan perspective, spoiled fan base, right? And then you go to Buffalo, and I'm wondering this. Here's Josh Allen, who's now played, completed six years of mm-hmm. football. Okay. And he's played in all 17 games of every game, of every season. Or actually, no, he hasn't. He's 12, 16, 16, 17, 16. He didn't start in the beginning, remember? Was his first start ever against the Jags? Remember up there with Jalen? Jalen said he wasn't that good in that article. And then, that was that first year. Oh, that was his rookie year. Yeah, was that his first start, though? Or Remember, well, remember he threw that long ball? Yeah. <laughs> no, he had a long run in that one, too. Did I he? remember. He had like an 80-yard touchdown run. Anyway, he's basically played. They won. The, Buffalo won that game, didn't they? Yeah. Is that the he's basically, fight game? Yeah, he's basically played. Just, he's missed one, two, three games in five years. But my question is this. So here's Bills fans in a mass state of depression. But, you know, 
what else do you do? You got well, that. it's not him. There is no well, Bills sure. fan that. Yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, you, you think about changing the coach. I mean, that's yeah. really the only thing you can do at this point. I mean, but but if I told you, if I told you, Jag fan, two years ago, you could have what the Bills have had with Josh Allen. Would you take it? Yes. Yeah, but now that you have it for five years, I, well, you're like, well, you can't change <sighs> your mind. You take it. Yeah. But the the thing about the Bills, they've come up shorter than we remember. I think they've only been to one conference championship. They haven't game. been to a Super Bowl. Well, forget the Super Bowl. They've been to one conference championship game. Yeah, because the classic against Kansas City was, was the semis. divisional. Yeah. And then they lost last year at home in the divisional. They lost this year at home in the divisional. They lost to Cincinnati last year at home. Correct. They lost to Kansas City this year. Lost to Kansas City the year before. In the divisional. In the divisional before the Bills. Uh, what the was Bengals the year before won. that? They lost to the Chiefs in that one championship game they went to. And that's it. Yeah, they've been to one AFC championship game. They've been in the playoffs five years ago. Five years. And Kansas City's so. beaten them. Who's beaten them? Kansas City three times. Yeah, didn't they lose to Baltimore one Cincinnati. year? Cincinnati. No, they beat Baltimore like 17-3 to because that was they? Lamar. Who else beat them? Um, we say Cincinnati. Cincinnati wants the Kansas the City Chiefs. three and somebody else. I'm going to say the uh, – did, the, did, did, um, did uh, Phillip – Rivers maybe get them with the Colts or no? Yoda saying the Titans. Oh. Titans got the Bills? Yeah. Oh, I got it here. Hold on. Uh, So the Chiefs, oh, they lost in overtime in 19 to the Texans. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was his first year. Yeah. That that was Deshaun in his prime kind of already. Yeah. And Josh Allen had that big turnover at the end. It made you wonder. Yeah, he fumbled near the 50. Tried to do too much. That they was in that, overtime. They had that game won. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot that game, but yeah, for sure. I do remember it now. So they've lost. Yeah, because they – and then remember, they went in 17, too. And Josh won the quarterback then, and that was here. We beat him 10-3. Then they lost Well, he overtime. wasn't even in the league yet, I don't right. think. No, he wasn't. Yeah. That was Tyrod Taylor, and then they Correct. drafted him. That, that Remember, they the two franchises went in different directions? The Bills drafted their quarterback, mm-hmm. and we chose not to. Okay. Well, we had – we had uh, Bortles already. Yeah, but we could have drafted Lamar. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're warming up. We got a, a lot of football to talk about. It's a Monday. Uh, Gators got a, rec- a recruit or a transfer or got whatever. A couple of recruits. Yeah. So, a couple of 250s. Do they add this now? Do, does your 2024 class grade get reassigned? These are 2024 guys. They're both top 250s. I mean, if you yeah. got them on signing day, they would have been headlines. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. But. Yeah, it should, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't, right, I don't care. I'm just yeah. wondering. Yeah. I mean, we still have a signing day, right? The forgotten signing day is still coming. Is it? It's yeah, in February. February. Yeah. Aren't there still, a, are there, is there, is that a thing at all? Is there anyone even out there? It's usually a, like, all right, we'll get through the 10 minute guys. drill. Some more uh, headlines from around <laughs> the sports world when we return. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Hit it. Sports concepts and rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-minute drill. We do it each and every day. We like to drill you. And at the end of the drill, we like to hand out what E calls razzle-dazzle. E, what do you got today? Well, here at the drill, we care about your well-being. Oh, yes, we do. So what we're going to continue to do is offer you a one-year membership to the YMCA of Florida's first Young man. (laughs) Valid for a household up to two. Visit fcymca.org for more information. Do you remember... A year ago or so, in fact, June 3rd, 2022, then then and still Ohio State head coach Ryan Day telling us that he knew the college football landscape had changed a great deal with the NIL. 
and he spoke to the Columbus business community, and he said he believes it will take $13 million to keep the Buckeyes roster intact per Cleveland.com. That was believable when he said it. That's believable now. He says he believed the top quarterbacks need $2 million in NIL money, offensive tackles, and edge rushers a million. He what added a joke, that he man. believed Ohio These guys State guys make more than NFL first year players. What a joke. He added that Ohio State is in real danger of losing some of its top recruits if it can't meet those thresholds. Well, they got that threshold, Jeff. They, Did they? I read yesterday that Ohio State had spent upwards of $13 million in its transfer portal and expected to go another $2 million up to $15 million. I'm going to say this one more time, and I probably need somebody, maybe a Guggen can answer this because I just don't know. I'm sure it must be illegal. But, you know, there's been a lot. We started talking about this here last couple weeks about why, you know, certain schools seem to have the money, other schools don't. And our friend Hal Lewis, who's a personal friend of mine and is a, a quote, bull gator, but not one of the heavy-hitting bull I mean, he's a bull gator, but he's not one of the top three or four guys, I guess. He, we had the. I read his long post on Twitter about what he felt like and and the money that goes out there. And I don't judge here. If you, if so, I, I totally respect you. If you don't want to give money to Florida Victorious, and I totally respect you. If you do want to give money to Florida Victorious, it's up to you. It's that's the Gator NIL program. In other words, some people, I'm not giving my money to student athletes. That's cool. That's fine. I don't care. Um, you want to give money to the university? That's fine. You want to give money to the university sports? That's fine. However you want to do it, I don't care. But my question is this. We do know for a fact two things. We know that college football coaches make a boatload of money. Is that correct? The good ones between 8 and $14 million now. Okay, right? Yeah. Highest paid college coaches in America, right? Uh, was it was Saban forever, right? Um, and and down the list, uh, eleven point four, Dabo ten point nine, Kirby ten point seven, Ryan Day ten point three, Mel Tucker ten million, Lincoln Riley ten, Brian Kelly nine nine, Jimbo still making money, Stoops is making nine million a year. She's at Kentucky. Yeah. Wow. Um. You, know, you want to talk about a waste of money. Billy Napes Holy and Mike Norvell God. both 7.3, No, Norvell just got a new one, right? Oh, yeah. He so he's going to be one. up over. Up, he might be yeah. the highest paid. Right. Well, I doubt that, but he'll be up there for sure. $10 million Yeah. Anyway. The good one's qu- $10 million, it looks like, on average for the, the top 10. This is part A of my question, okay. and I'll need an answer, please. Right. Well, part A, they call part me a of my man. question is, if I'm a head coach mm-hmm. at wherever, any one of those schools I just named, from, from okay. Oklahoma to Florida State, from... Miami to Mississippi, from Tennessee to LSU, from USC to Ohio State, from Georgia to Alabama. Okay. First thing I'm doing is saying, all right, look, I agree to my terms. I'm I tell you what, I'm making uh nine point eight million here. Take one point eight and shove that into the program and give me eight million. You keep you keep wanting to spend those guys' money. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Guess what else, too, Jeff? When you fire me. As you're apt to do, yeah. you, you got a quick trigger finger over there? You don't no, give me any time to win? That's not true at all. I don't have a quick When you fire me, you know finger. what you're going to pay me? I'm a smart trigger you finger. You know what you're going to pay me? It's what we need, any more stru- smart trigger fingers. You're going to pay yeah. me $35 million to Who walk is? away. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah, you, you are. I'm not paying you a penny. Yes, you are. It's called it's called the buyout. And yeah. so, And right. so I almost think it should be required. Then my second question, 
Okay, so why don't they do that? That's A. Well, the same reason that you don't take any of your salary and pay lesser employees where you, you send it to your kids and your family. That's why. It's different. It's not different. Sure as hell is. I'd be fine with taking $8 million a year yeah, and give okay. it 1.8 to what's going to help me win. Yeah. Anyway, my second question is this. These schools who are in the top 20 of paying their coaches also rake in dollars, Jeff Prosser. They rake in dollars, okay? And most schools break even in sports or lose money. These schools make money, okay. lots of money. Mm-hmm. Why can't the Florida's sc- one of those? Correct. Yeah. Why can't the school say we're taking five million a year and earmarking that for our student athletes? Why can't the NCAA say, "Hey, by the way, we we've noticed"? Is that, that against the rules? I, I would say this: somebody with some authority needs to step and say, "Look, we notice mm-hmm. that the SEC is getting one point two billion dollars from ESPN to broadcast their games." So. 30% of that money has to go to your athletes. Problem solved. Problem solved. All that TV money, yeah. a percentage of it, 5%, yeah. 10 has to go to your athletes. End of story. So when the SEC gets $1.2 they're really only getting $900 million. And the other $300 million will be divided by the 16 schools, and they all get, you know. That's called... That's 20 called, million. See, what's happened here is that's called sharing the wealth. Yeah. What's happened here is the schools have said, oh, no, no, we're not giving any money, but we can ask our fans to give money. <laughs> that's, it makes will, no sense to I, me. I will never, ever, ever I love sports. Mm-hmm. I would pay for guaranteed results. I would never send a dime of my money down to Gainesville to those ne'er-do-wells to do with it what they will. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I, I don't. You don't that, have to. That's like, that. I understand because I don't feel that way when it comes to this topic. So I realize you can feel different about really the same thing. Mm-hmm. But that's like those in Jacksonville that don't want to pay for Shad Khan's stadium when he's a billionaire. Yeah. That's the same thing. These colleges have plenty of money. Yeah. They have plenty of money. If it's important to them to win, Spend it wisely and win. You don't need 20 bucks from Joe Boo down in, you know, Apopka. I wish Joe Boo would give that well, 20 Well, you do. Every, I won't do it. I never will. Never 90, in a million years am I giving a dime to you. If all 90,000 gave 20 bucks, we'd yeah. have some cash. Yeah, well, if they if all 90,000 gave 20 bucks something important, we'd have some important issues solved. But you build they, a chemistry building? Well, no, but what I'm saying is, Dan, you leave this part out. While we're trying yeah. to send our $20 down, yeah. we're paying Billy Napier how much a year? 7.3. Yeah, that's $7.3 million invested. That ought to be enough to figure it out. I'd like to give him, I'd like him to give one point three of it back, but you say no. No, I'd like him to give five point three of it back, and then maybe we can. So know. the Gators are up to thirtieth. They got a kid from uh, Alabama. Now he signed with he's not Al- he signed with Alabama in December. Is that yeah, what you're telling that's me? That's correct. He's a Tampa kid, I think. He's from yeah, Florida. he is from Tampa. Yeah, I and always wonder was he Hosey Grimsley's kid? Yeah, he might be. I don't, I don't think he is. You don't think so? No. I could be wrong. I don't know. Hosey Grimsley, for those who don't remember, is a basketball player for Florida. That was in the way back, so that's like the 80s, wasn't it? I liked Hosey. Hosey, H-O-S-I-E. I think it's Jose, but, you know, mamas sometimes spell them how they want. Yeah, so anyway, Jameer Grimsley is a corner who is going to Florida. So he counts as a portal guy, though, and not as a signing. I don't know why, but that's how it is. It did put Florida up to 30th, one spot ahead of the U. But still, way down in the thirtieth. Yeah, I can't get in the portal rankings now. Again, I don't know exactly how they do this, but Florida State 
However they do it has solved the formula. And it's another question that I would like answered. How, do, how does Florida State get these portal kids when Florida State tells me they have no money? I always hear Florida State has no money. Well, and and by the way, they must have money somewhere. Since we're talking portal and Florida State and Florida, and we saw FSU get you know slapped on the wrist with sanctions for yeah. their. I mean, inevitably that's coming for this Rashada deal, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. The Rashada deal was the good news is the NCAA can put Florida on probation. You won't know a damn bit of difference between that and normal season. I these really days. would like to know who f- representing Florida did offer Rashada thirteen. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? That's just, we have looked, the University of Florida, forever a standard, has looked so rubish through this transition. Yeah. I mean, we look like rubes. Yeah. We're getting worse in the coaching count. I mean, significantly worse. We now employ the worst coach in Florida history. Now, it can change. Yeah. But for now, congratulations. You're the worst that's ever had the job. Not the best of starts. So, um... And 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 when the, the NIL, the portal, all that stuff seems to be way above our pay grade. We're way behind when it came to facilities and otherwise. And it, 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 these are dark days at the University of Florida, man. I, I I long for the '80s and cut off mesh shirts and an astroturf that bakes to 150 degrees, mm-hmm. and just getting some guys from you know Bell Glade and and Titusville and just running out there and just, just, just laying lumber. I miss that. Just good old-fashioned 150-degree, get-me-a-dude-from-a-swamp football. Because this jet-setting, facility-building, NIL-toting, we ain't, we, we're we playing a different game than the big boys, Hick. We're going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody down there that can give it an audit. Our athletics director is the worst in the conference. So that's who would normally fix things like this. And he's incapable as well. It's a disaster. Oh, dear. All right, uh, we're, we're cranking it up here. Uh, 641-1010, come kind, come correct, come courteous to E, and he just may hand you some razzle-dazzle. E, what are you handing them? One-year membership to the YMCA of Florida's first Coast Valley for a householder up to two. Visit fcymca.org for information. All right, welcome back. It's 7.53. Yesterday, I... Threw out a quickie poll question. Oh, weekend quickie poll. I said, which of the four teams left do you want to win the Super Bowl? 1,224 votes. Dead last, San Francisco. That eh, makes sense. They're on the West Coast. Nobody, not a ton of nine. This is who do you want to, to win yeah, the Super Bowl? Yeah, who do you okay. want? Yeah, I think Detroit's going to win that. Detroit overwhelming, 62.8. Yeah. KC uh, overload six point two. Baltimore twenty four point nine. Yeah, I think there is some. There are some that, that root for Lamar. Like that's where I'm at at this point. Of who's left, I want Lamar and the Ravens to win. Yeah, I, I want Lamar to signal to all the nineteen sixties football fans that you don't have to be six foot six, take a seven foot seven step drop, and mm-hmm. sit inside the the pocket until either you throw it or you're sacked. Well, I think Mahomes signaled that. Yeah, but he's just still different. Lamar's yeah. run first quarterback. Yeah. When he came into the league. Now he's yeah. both, but he and I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Like Mahomes versatility sure puts him in another level, but you know, Lamar hits different when he runs, right? I mean, he's okay. Mahomes a better passer than a runner. Yeah. Lamar's a better runner than a passer. Yeah. Right. For his whole career, he's been that. When he won the Heisman Trophy, that was the case. When he's won the MVPs, perhaps multiple this year, that's been the case. I, and, I'm and Mahomes really... get more credit for his – he should get more credit for his running. Yeah, but Mahomes' arm, I mean, just the whole deal. And I, Absolutely. I, I get it, right? 
you know, I mean, I understand what we're saying with Mahomes and Josh Allen, but they, Lamar's more like Michael Vick. Level. It's a different yeah. guy. He doesn't play quarterback, you know, like those dudes. And and we've talked about it, right? What have we always said? Love Lamar until he's down 10 in the fourth. Then what's he going to do? Do y'all feel like he's passing the ball better now? He's more more proficient? It I seems that way. I think so this way. year, yeah. Right, yeah, I, and he's still, sure. and, and and still, that's Rashad Bateman and Nelson Aguilar and OBJ. Zay Flowers has got some wiggle to him. It looks like still playing without. Boy, they find the talent though, don't they? That likely is good player. Oh, he he? is. Oh, he is. Was Ooh. he the Coastal Carolina guy? Hick. Mm-hmm. A lot of good young tight ends in the league. We got Brenton Strange. Hmm. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So, anyway, yeah, so Detroit's the overwhelming favorite, and I think that obviously makes sense. They're a starving fan base. I mean, you think, like, again, perspective from fan bases. You think it's bad for Buffalo, you know, and they haven't won the Super Bowl, but they've been to. They went to four in a row. Uh, Detroit has never been. That's crazy. Never been. Cleveland, they won the title never been. 57. It's a good year. The uh, yeah. Hawks and Braves, I believe, won titles in 57. Oh, oh. Huh? Yes. Maybe beat the Yankees and the Celtics. I mean, those are the glory years for Hawks and Braves, you know. The problem is that the Atlanta Braves were in Milwaukee and the Atlanta Hawks were in St. Louis. Oh, no. We're not going to let that get in the way of a good story. Oh, no. Good year, 57. Yeah. Yeah, I will root for – I'd like to see a Lions-Ravens Super Bowl. And I would root for Lamar to win. That's where I'm at. I'm a Lamar fan. Yeah. And – it, the only bright side to the Bills losing, and it's not a bright side, is that I want I can I can freely and enthusiastically root for the Ravens this weekend because I would have had to pull for Buffalo. I mean, it's one of my dear friends who's a great Buffalo fan, and I'm not like you, Dan. You like to root against your friends' teams, but I would have uh, felt good for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen. Bills fan left to cry in their labats again this year. What is it going to take? It's not Josh Allen. No. He's playing great. He he yeah. leaves, you know, he leaves games with his team. In fact, Mahomes 3 and 0 against Josh Allen in the playoffs. Right? Yes. Mahomes has 8 touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. Josh Allen has Josh Allen has 7 touchdowns, one pick. Yeah, I mean, you can look at even the points scored like in the 7 games that they've played, it's a 3-point differential. Yeah. It's been neck and neck the whole way, but Kansas City's won the more important games. 3 3 3 games passing yards, Mahomes 918, Josh Allen 802. Yeah. I mean, they've been very and Allen I'm sure has run for at least as many. Yeah. But one's 3 and 0, oh, the other's 0 oh and 3. Oh man. Just a tough one. I mean, in today's day and age too. Still Josh Allen's still just 27 years old, man. Got to keep knocking on that door as hard as it sounds and hard as you feel like it's never going to happen. I really, I really think Buffalo got victimized by injuries, and I know the injuries are no excuse. And ultimately, you got to play. But if you think about who they were missing on defense, right? I mean, that Milano guy was their heart and soul. Go back to Tredavious White at one of the corner spots. Yep. You know, go back. Even if uh, the Bernard kid who filled in from, but then he went out. I mean, again. Go down the Jags list and start figuring out who would be playing for the Jaguars if they were in that position, if they had the injuries that Buffalo had on the defensive side of the ball, and you'll start to get kind of an idea of what I'm talking about. It's it's awful hard to overcome that. Um, I did think that Kansas City's defense, when they were losing guys, especially in the secondary, Buffalo was in sort of a conundrum because it was working running the football, 
but I felt like they could have really attacked them through the air too. Uh, and they scored 24, and they would have had 27 if the kicker makes the kick, which he didn't come close. And I had a feeling he was going to miss that kick. It just I, I mean, did too. He looked t- scared. Been, yeah, he, he looked struggling. Scared, he, he got into a slump late, yeah, and he started guys, missing these kicks. kickers. Are just it's time to eliminate him from the yeah. game. And I'll go back. Do something else. But make your quarterback throw it through the uprights. I, I, anything. The kicker's got to go. It's yeah. just got to go. It's not fair to these alpha dogs that work their butt off and sweat and bleed and play hard all year to watch a little five foot seven dude trot on the field and shank it out to the right. I was thinking about this yesterday, and then I, I quickly realized it made no sense. Sorry, Scobie. You're a different. You, you hit different. You're a big old 6'2 athletic looking guy. Okay. Um, you, I started thinking, well, what if... Like, because everybody, again, there was a fourth down this weekend where they said analytics say go yeah, for it. Was it. Yesterday. Like, it was yesterday. It, it was the Bucks. It was Todd Bowles from their own 31. I was like, what? The, their TV's trying to tell us to go for it. Yeah, I, was yeah, like, I saw that. You're out of your mind. Thank but, God Bowles is to no. Yeah. Although. Although Bowles had a timeout yeah, in his back pocket. he's never heard a timeout. And then his explanation. <laughs> well, that was over. We just gave up. There's 35 seconds. You stop them. You get to, even. I know. I, I, you got to do gotta it. You got to try. You do. Because here's the thing: if they come out and kick the kick the field goal, if they miss, you got I great know. field goal position. I know. I know. But again, he also went for two, which makes no sense. But it anyway, just doesn't make any sense to go for two down 14. Oh yeah, they did it again. Gosh, did it I again. don't understand. I hate that. But it, and the announcers are like, I know you all hate it's, that. It, yeah, it, we do. Because it's yes, dumb. we do. Because when you don't make it, then you got to make the next one. You have to. Anyway. Back to what my my thought process was. So you get down to the five yard line, or and then I start thinking, what if they made the field goal like, depending on where you kicked it, worth more than you know. In other words, like fantasy football, like yeah. a fifty yarders worth four. But then I was thinking, the closer you get, the more the point should be worth. But then I said, well, that's not right. The further away, so it kind of I kind of threw it out of my head. But I was thinking, like, if you get down to like. Inside the 20, what if it was worth 4.5 and then 4.0 and then 3.5 and then 3, you know, but then you would never go for a field goal from 55 yards or very rarely. So I quickly threw that out of my head. All right. Well, you, uh, Tony was in Detroit yesterday. Mm-hmm. I assume we can just, uh, track down the big fella and talk a little ball. Let's see if we can do that. Breakfast with Bazelli coming your way next. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcemenonly.com. Oh, yeah. He's number 71 in your program. He's number one in your heart. PFF, PFHOF, number 355. Now, more than ever, he's he's national guy. This is where he kind of forgets about us. Well, it's not here. I mean, that's yeah. kind of longstanding. Busy, yeah, long busy run. weekends. He's, uh, he's out mixing it with all the big boys. How you doing, Kevin? He's, he's, getting, the prime, he's getting these prime tourist destinations. Last week, Buffalo. This week, Detroit. Oh, I bet. Hey, Tony, how loud was it in Detroit? Uh, extremely loud. I mean, that was really a cool sight the last two weeks. I was very happy for those guys. That place is, I mean, this place is rocking. Yeah. How much do you see Mark, Tony? Uh, I saw him before the game, and then we went out to dinner uh, last night. Uh, Angie Baselli joined me on this trip up here. Oh, nice. wonderful. Stacy was here, and he had a couple kids, uh, of his kids up here, so we all went out to dinner and hung out at his house afterwards and uh, chopped it up a little bit. Now, I know you can't divulge trade secrets, but uh, that OC is going to get a job. Would Mark be in line for that, or does he like doing what he's doing, or would he? does he want to be an OC, or what? I don't think he – I don't think Mark has the desire. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not saying he'd turn it down, but it's not like he's 
It's not life or death. For, it's not. Yeah, yeah I, I, he really likes being a quarterback coach. Yeah, yeah. I know he's always kind of dug he, that. He yeah, really, he, he really enjoys what he's doing. He's done a great job. I mean, however, he's helped uh, Jared Goff. He's helped him somehow because that kid's played great football and proven all the doubters, including yours truly and everyone else, wrong. He's an outstanding quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and really, I I, I was making fun of Mark <laughs> yesterday, and I'm like, you really are nothing more than a, a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like and that's his job and he goes pretty much and he does a great job he, he keeps I mean I think what he's done for Jared Goff is just you know I mean I think this is what good quarterback coaches do just helps them slow everything down keeps their head in it I mean obviously you're coaching and going through reads and everything else like that but it's not like it's a heavy you know technique you know especially all these guys have their own quarterback coaches and everything else and yeah, your working technique and footwork and everything else, but I really think it's about how you approach the game, you know, the ups and downs of playing that position. And mm-hmm. I think he's been obviously that whole staff has done a great job. And I think it starts with Danny Campbell. I mean, how yeah he, he has built that uh oh, they've built that franchise and kind of given themselves an identity of toughness, physicality and you know Oh yeah. And kind of who they are. And uh we're having a ton of success, and I think it's going to be a great game next week against San Francisco. I think that's a coin toss. I hope, I hope so. You had said, and, and I'll, I'll continue to give you credit on this, but teams that were running the football had a lot of success this weekend, man. I mean, that's uh, that's a big part of it. And, and boy, the Lions' offensive line, I'm sure you you marveled at how good they are from Ragnow to Sewell to the rest of those guys. I mean, they uh, they play good football. Yeah, Penny, Penny Sewell is as good as – offensive lineman there is in the league right now. I mean, he is really good. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and I was giving Mark, I was wearing out Mark last night. I'm like, what? Like, I know Ben Johnson's a great coordinator and he's going to be head coach, but their game plan coming out was terrible mm-hmm. in the first half. I mean, they they threw, they dropped back to throw, I think it was like 22 to 25 times, only ran it nine in the first half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were struggling a little bit, 10-10. And then they come out in the second half and start running the ball. I'm like, why wouldn't you just start running the ball at the beginning? <laughs> and uh, Mark being the uh, very politically correct and uh, would not tell me. But <laughs> I'm like, come on, bad mouth somebody. Come on, bad mouth. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's a loyal soldier. And he's dead. That's the game plan is what we thought we could do. And they, they, when they, got, they started running the ball, and then it opens up a play action pass, and they got guys running wide open. And, and it was uh, – it was a great game, though. And Tampa, mm-hmm. I mean, Tampa was right there. Yeah, I mean, they fought, man. That's a, that's a. I give them a ton of credit, and uh, you know, Baker had two picks. One was not on him. It was Mike Evans who decided to play volleyball in the first. Yeah, the last <laughs> one was too bad. You know, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He's trying to make something happen, and just had plenty of time. Could have thrown it away and been fine. But um, it was a really great atmosphere. Playoff football is the best, and uh, really intense. And, I thought both teams, you know, fought. But the, Detroit, from the beginning, you felt like Detroit, even when it was 10-10, was the better football team. And uh, it was going to, at some point, take control of the game, and they did uh, in the fourth quarter. Why do you figure he didn't use that ti- timeout at the end, Tony? I mean, I, it's, I don't know. it seemed kind of I, silly. I, I, I mean, there's, there's, it's not like there was four seconds. It was like 40 seconds, 35, 40 seconds. It seems like you'd at least, you know, no, he I, I, puncher's I think chance. He would have he he saved him. I think he would have he would have forced him to do something with about fifteen seconds left. Okay, so that's a little less than I thought. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I still like make him kick a field goal or make him, I don't know, do something. Right. Um, I don't know. That was curious. But, and I didn't bring it up on the radio because it didn't feel like it was the right moment because it was all about Detroit at that time and talking about what they've accomplished, you know, first time in 31 years being in the conference championship. Um, I remember that game. I remember watching that game, and I, I'm pretty sure Detroit missed like a chippy field goal. They would have gone to the no, Super Bowl. The, the, no, no, no. That's a different year. By, yeah, they, they got blown out by the, uh, the, the Washington. The Washington yeah, Redskins. Yeah. Mm. They had a year, though, where maybe it wasn't the championship game. They had a year at San Francisco, it seems I remember, though, that they went, that they were on the road, and Eddie Murray was a really great kicker. Missed pretty much a chippy at the end of the game that won to won that game. That may have just been divisional round, though. Yeah, I... I it had to be because they've only been true. Only been to one That's true. They've only been to one. That's right. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I think I think both the games are going to be outstanding next week. I mean, just both conference championships, and I think either I think any of the four teams could end up in this uh, have a chance to win those games. They talked about yeah. one of the games they were, and I, th- I think it was a Buffalo, and both sides were able to run, and Kansas City, to their credit, made adjustments to stop Buffalo from running the ball, but they were talking about a term that you used earlier this year with our Jags offensive line and the fact that we couldn't move people. And they their, yeah. their interior were moving people. I'm pretty sure it was Buffalo early on, uh, but they were able to move people. Again, I go back to uh, the trenches uh, on all these teams, and if you look at the rush totals from the teams that won, you'll see some pretty solid numbers. I mean, I, I mean... I feel like I broke a record. Yeah, but it but it needs too. to be said. It's so critically important. If you don't have an offensive line and control line of scrimmage, it's really hard to win. Yeah. Anytime in the NFL, it's almost impossible to win in the playoffs. When you get really good teams, when games are tight, when controlling the clock matters, when getting first downs matters, when you know you have to be able to get 31, 32, fourth and one. When you're on the goal line, you have to be able to stick, you know, stick it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the teams that can stop the, you know, stop the run have advantage as well. So I, I, it's, it's, it's not, I, you got to build the offensive line. I, I have a tough question for you, Tone. Okay. I, for the Jags to be a contender to be playing this weekend next year, which of those five, or seven that became five or eight, are worthy or good enough? to send out there to start for, on a team that wants to be playing at this time next year. We got five starters. How many of them are legitimate? Well, I mean, I think your two tackles are starting caliber. Okay. Offensive line. I think those two. Um, I think, I mean, I think you, you know, either Lou Fortner needs to get a lot stronger, more powerful, or you need a, a different center, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, I think uh, Brandon Sheriff's been a great Pro, but you know, I think he's a very good pass blocker. But I don't think he's going to have a physical style of running attack um, at his at his age and just you know what his body's been through. And then at the left side, uh, I mean, Ezra Cleveland. I think ever ever Ezra Cleveland's a starting caliber player, um, but he's a free agent, and so he you know he has the ability to do whatever the heck he wants. Right. Um, and then you got, I think, uh, Walker Little is definitely a, uh, a guy who, who can start this league at tackle. 
and I think he's gonna he'd be a great swing tackle if, if you bring if uh, you do bring Cam back. But I think you got to look at the interior three. I think that's where right uh, at all three of those three of those uh, positions, both guard and center. I think you have to bring you have to invest in those areas. You have to make a decision what you're going to do in free agency with Ezra Cleveland, and then you got to go draft guys. Would you? I remember Sticks Jeremiah a couple years ago came out and said something to the effect of it. I, I think you would somewhat agree with. I mean, you don't have to have all first round picks on the offensive line. You have to have you, good no. players, but you got to have good. But you can you can cover up some of offensive line shortcomings in some ways, right? By scheme and other things, isn't that correct as well? In other words, he had he had said, "Look, you can win in this league with average to above average play on the offensive line. You just can't have." You know, glaring, which yes, is what we seem I, to have I, at I, times. I would agree with that, and I think you can cover things up in protection. If you have, you know, one right. of your, let's say one of your guards right is the average, the below average blocker, but he's big physical, and he can run. You know, he's run. He can move people. Okay, you can definitely team things. Up. You definitely work on protection because you know that. You can limit the one-on-ones mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that guy is going to have. Um, but so I would I would absolutely agree with that. But it, to me, and I'm oversimplifying this for sure. Right. But down to physicality, you need big, powerful men. Right. Who can who can move people? And when I say move people, it's not like moving five yards of the ball. Right. But but displace them by a yard. Right. And. And we just, we cannot, we turn on the film. We could not do that last year. Which, um, which number one team are you more concerned about this weekend? San Fran or Baltimore? As far as them uh, getting upset. upset yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's in most de- peril? Uh, I, I, I would have to say Baltimore just because you're playing Packers. For sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that guy. Yeah. I mean, come on. I know. What, what, what are we doing? I don't guy, know. I mean, he he turned it. He turned a challenge into a fun thing. You know, like he turned the thought of not playing at Arrowhead. He he. You guys, you athletes, are always looking for chips, and he put that little. Ch- oh, okay. You you guys don't think I can win on the road? Or yeah. I've had this luxury of always playing at Arrowhead because I deserve it because I've had the best record. All right, let's go to Arrowhead in Baltimore and win. You he know what even, I mean? He even said after the game, you know, it was nice to be. Yeah, as a team, what a us great atmosphere! Them, right? Yeah, where you know, in these runs, we haven't had this "us against <laughs> them" mentality, which they, which they had to have there, and and yeah, and and Pacheco runs great. You know what's impressive about the, the Chiefs, Tony? Here they were losing to the Bucks in the Super Bowl in 2020, and why did they lose to the Bucks? Because their offensive line was terrible. And here we are, a couple years later, it's completely rebuilt, rebranded, and one of the best in the league, isn't it? Yeah, they I mean, I mean that's what we need. I mean, we need that vision down there. It's so easy when you have good pieces like quarterbacks and coaches, and it's it shouldn't be that hard to fine tune. Yet our fine tuning down there is being done by the deaf and the blind. It feels like I, I feel like we're going to go backwards again. I've lost all confidence in the off season and system, as it were. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I I'm know. Not there. I mean, you got a lot of. You got a lot of time, and you got to let this thing play out. And it's always most frustrating, the closest you are to the disappointing season. Um, but I mean, it, it can be done. And uh, you just look at 
that you've seen. And and they're not they're not great in the field position. Let's be clear. But they have a, a, a good solid offensive line, especially those interior three are really good. They have um, good defense too. The defense kinda of underrated. They They've almost defense. become a defensive team. They got a good defense. They got the best quarterback in the league. And they've changed how they play. And they're I mean it's just you take your hat off, hat off to them. I mean, I, I was telling Mark last night. I think Patrick Mahomes will go down as the greatest quarterback ever. He'll surpass Tom Brady. Well, six straight minor. conference championships. If he gets, a, if he's going to catch. If he catches him in Super Bowls, it'll be an easy argument. Well, yeah, if he catches the Super Bowls, it's a super easy argument. But I can't. I mean, maybe it's just recency bias. I can't think of another guy that when I turn on, and I'm just like, how do, you, like, how, what is he doing? <laughs> How right. did he do it? Right. I mean, he just. Although I thought Josh it, it, Allen was doing Mahomes-like things for three quarters. Oh, I mean, he was terrific. He, Josh Holmes is, I mean, Josh Allen's amazing, too. I know. I mean, it's it was, never it was, him. It it's never him. You can't it's either, get over the hump. It's either though. his defense fails him or his kicker misses or his big mouth diva loser receiver drops it. It's never him, it feels like. <laughs> Although he did miss the dude wide open in the end zone. I mean, you got to yeah. make every play, I guess. Yeah. He missed him. He had him. How about that? Where he launched it like 70 yards in the air right on the money. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And then Diggs, Mr. You know, Mr. Super Important, more valuable than anybody in the history of the Buffalo franchise. Just asking, Mr. Weiner, Powder, brother won't shut up on social media. Can't catch the ball. You're, you shouldn't be allowed to talk ever again, Stefan. You should have your lips sewn together and just go play. You're not allowed to talk. Well, I don't know about that. I, mean, I do. I, I, <laughs> I, think, I think Stefan Diggs is a hell of a player. I think he's. He's also an emotional guy. It's a good catch. And every, everything I hear, that he's a good teammate and he's a competitive dude. He's Wish he could catch it better. Well, yeah. I mean, we all do. I mean, Mike Evans is a pretty dang good player. He drops a couple. Yeah. You, let me ask you a question, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Would you turn either of those guys down as you, on your swing crew? Um, uh, uh, no, but I – Okay. Yeah, depends on where I'm at, you know, where my team is. <clears throat> I, but I also with this, I, okay, Tony, Tony, and that's fair. You know what? But it's also fair then maybe I call him in my office today and say, you know what? This is why we don't do what we do. This is why. This is why. So contemplate that miss and maybe not throw your headline, throw your helmet on the sideline and pout and, you know, have your brother text this out. I mean, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Like you say, good teammate. I guess it's all. Relative, I guess. I, I'm just I'm just saying what I hear. Yeah, I, yeah, I hear. A, yeah, yeah. I'm not around. I have no idea. Um, <clears throat> but they were great. I mean, NFL playoffs are just the best. <laughs> I was getting a little. I was getting a little annoyed though after the first game Saturday. I was like, "Are we going to get some good games here finally?" And then, you know, Green Bay San Fran delivered, and boy, Green Bay is going to be ruined this this one for a long time. I mean. <sighs> well, that last throw, he played, played so good it. down the stretch. He had it. Run. Even if you take a sack, that throw just made no sense on any level. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. Ugh. Well, what you're thinking in a situation like that, and he's a young player. I know. You're just competing, and you feel like this urgency, you got to make something happen. got time. You got time, man. You got an opening. Take off and run. Get it up lot, to the... had a lot of time. They had yeah. plenty of time. Well, time, yeah. Oh, no, I, I agree with all that. Yeah, I know you do. It makes sense. Those, I know. He's trying to. I know. I know. It doesn't. It's the urgency. And this is where the great, the true great ones yeah. are able to make time slow down in those situations. Yeah, you're right. 
and they and they and even though there's an urgency and a everything's frantic around them, the great somehow in their mind everything's calm and they just it slows down for them. And Jordan Albert, man, this is his first year starting, and what he's done as his first year terrific starter, year, tr- tremendous. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah, yeah, him. arrow up on he'll, on yeah, yeah. yeah. The lunch the lunch is going to be incorrigible for the next few years because they're 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 loaded and they're young and. They're coached well. They're going to be a good good franchise. Yeah, we'll see. I, I we were we were loaded in young last year yeah, too. They seem a little. Now we're heading in the wrong. They seem direction. a little more stable than us. Yeah, I, uh, Tony. I'll just, say, I'll just say this. Yes, like, like it's a year to year league. Yeah. It is yeah, for sure. And, Damn sure is, and, bro. And, and, and week to week, make, year to year. <laughs> yeah, and, and the making of the great franchises are the ones who can do it year sustain after year. it right and there's not a lot of those and you no. got to show it now the Packers historically have proven that they are that franchise that's why I trust them you know yeah, I don't know about fair. the Texans I don't the Texans could be last year's Jags they could pay a tougher schedule next year have some couple things go wrong and they, they you know they could very easily be nine and eight it's not like I feel like last year I felt I think we all did that the Jags were going to springboard to like 11 12 wins and I'm sure they feel like that in Houston and that's still you know, still to be determined. Tony, I had to ask you one more question. I, your guy, Pete Prisco, is on a podcast, I guess, is saying he's hearing rumblings that Trent Balky may walk away, whatever that means. Have you you heard anything like that? And can you grill Prisco on that topic a little later today? Well, the Monday show's over, so I cannot Well, grill, that's too bad. Uh, well, then text him. Grill him via text and let us know. I'll, I'll text him. Um, I have not heard anything. Uh, yeah. Now, I'm not. There. Uh, I'm not there. Yeah. So I have, and I uh, I don't talk to Trent. There seems or, to be some uh, smoke I, around I, I, this, Tone. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I, who knows? Yeah. I don't know what – I really don't know what is happening down there as, as far as I know. And this is not because I've heard anything one way or another. It's status quo. In the right. For a defense coordinator. But I, I don't – and here's what I've learned with about the Jaguars over the last, you know, decade plus. Tight-lipped. What is it? This, 13, 14 years that Shad Khan has owned the team. You, a lot of people can speculate and a lot of people can say a lot of things and rumors and this and that. There is one man and one man only who knows what he's going to do and he doesn't share it with a lot of people. Right. And that's Shad Khan. So I know I don't know and I don't know where Pete's hearing that um, and I don't know what Trent's thinking but as far as I know because the boss, Chad, has not said anything. Everything's status quo. All right, my man. Well, good stuff. Safe travels. And uh, we'll see you back in Jacks. All right, guys. There he yeah. goes. Thank you, Tony. Hall of Famer, Safe Tony Vaselli. Uh, when we come back, I've got a, oof, boy, I got another, this is why we don't gamble, kids, story. Okay. It's going to knock yeah. your socks off. Unfortunately, we do. So it'll hurt even more when we return. <laughs> the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. Gather around the uh, radio, like the old days. You know, you got the big radio in the house. Everybody's sitting around listening to the drill. Kids, this is a lesson to you on why we don't bet. Got a little... uh, After we spent all your telling you why we do. Yeah, I got a little little seven-bet, same-game parlay cooking. Oh. All right. Sure. I got Jaden Reed... Over three and a half receptions. Okay. Check. Got Jaden Reed, 25 yards receiving. Well, that would make sense. I got Brandon Ayuk, 
25 plus yards, 24 and a half over under receiving yards. I got Aaron Jones, uh, 49 and a half rushing yards. I got George Kittle, 49 and a half receiving yards. I got Christian McCaffrey, 50 plus rushing yards. I mean, I'm rolling. I'm six for six, Jeff. Okay. Can I have this one other one? It's one other one I got here sticking out. Okay. It happens. I'm about to. I'm cashing this one in in the first quarter, baby. Okay. I got Debo 24 and a half. Oof. And he had like 20 in the first. I got Debo 24 second. and a half. I'm watching the game and Debo's got uh Well, he's got 24. Oh, oh. Debo's nicked up here. What's the problem? No. Get back in there, you Half sissy. Yard. <laughs> Half yard. Go get me a yard, you big baby. And then uh, Debo's questionable to return. What? And then he's, he's fine. And by the he's, way, he's moving his arm. Well, then you see him on the sideline and sweats. He's be bopping ha- around like another wrong. Then the third quarter comes out and I see him in street clothes. What is his injury? He's got a, apparently a hairline fracture, I think, or something. And where's it at? What part of his body? Know. Wasn't the legs? It didn't look like. And his, you know what? Uh, so, <laughs> so, so yeah, I go six for six. Not me. I go six for six. But Debo, at 24 yards, needs a half a yard and leaves the game injured. And goodbye, $700. Boy, Purdy looks, that's about as bad as he's looked without a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? He's had reasons earlier this year. The O-line's been banged up or he hadn't had McCaffrey or something. Baltimore made him look a little antsy. I mean, if you get after Baltimore him. Baltimore beat the heck out of them, don't forget. Yeah. In San get, Francisco. If you get after him, he's, you know, like any yeah. quarterback. Yeah. And he is limited a little bit by, I think, size and and uh, arm strength and such. So he needs a, a good, clean, you know, listen, if they don't win the Super Bowl, you know those guys. They'll discard him and get another one. <laughs> did you watch the Gator basketball game? I did. I was watching football. I, didn't, I watched it more. Did you see the Sunday picture of the, um, of the big fella watching the game in the Gator jersey? See the picture of a there was like a big a Florida fan. fan. He had a Florida Gator jersey on. I he's think I there. did see him, but I'm he's not sitting he's there. Kind of unshaped, almost like this oh, no, guy. I did not see him. Yeah, we need this guy on the. Uh, Who is that dude? Is he for, you, former player, lineman? Or no, no. He looks, he's, like, he looks familiar. Well, he looks familiar because his son plays hoops for Florida. It's Riley Kugel's dad. Wow, Riley Kugel's dad is a big old monster of a man. I mean, what, what is he? A power lifter or something? Bodybuilder? We don't know. I'm going to say yes. I don't well, know. I mean, he's he does something. He's power. I mean, the, you don't you don't you don't walk around looking like that unless you're well, he lifts. for a reason. Yeah, obviously. yeah, that's beyond. He lifts. That's that's com- competitive, something or other. Yeah, some sort. Yeah, he. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, Riley Kugel's dad in Missouri. They're watching the game, and uh, my gosh, he uh, is a monster. Mm. And uh, I think we'd like to get him in the portal or something, and. I don't know if he has any eligibility left, but he would be nice to have. I, he, I'm sure he could probably you help the Jags' offensive line as well. At least that's what the boys on social media were saying. That he is a big, dad. big, big dude. No, I did not happen to catch him. I, when you said see the big boy, I thought you meant that guard for Missouri who looked like they picked him up over at the Y on the a way in. chubby guy. They didn't have enough players. They picked up a 30-year-old. Wasn't bad. Charles from the Y. No, he's a fine player, but he does not look um, – 
like a fit college athlete. Usually if you're built like that, it's because you're like a 6'8 guy and it's gotten away from you. Usually if you're a guard, you know who else was kind of built like that a little bit? Vinny Johnson. Remember Vinny Johnson? You don't remember him back in the day with the Pistons. Yeah, the microwave. He kind of had that. When that belly's kind of taut, you know, it's not like the jiggly belly. It's just kind of a... But yeah, the dude's name, last name was Honor. Yeah. Yeah. Honor that breakfast and dinner is what he's doing. But he's built just like Vinny Johnson. Right? He looks like Vinny Johnson, yeah. doesn't he? Uh-huh. There you go. So you did know who Vinny Johnson was. Good. Yeah, Google. Yeah. Google I Googled him. <laughs> From the human microwave. Uh, you're going to have to explain something to me, and I don't always count on you to give me the, the explanations that I want and need. Mm-hmm. So, not like setting up my question for you with a mild insult. Um... College football player, what does the average college football player, you know, make these days? <laughs> college football players, so there aren't there thousands of college football players making tens of thousands of dollars? How many? There are thousands of college football yeah. players making tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, okay. And there are tens of thousands of college football players making thousands of dollars. Their money is flowing. Basketball players getting 2.2 to go to a school, right? Make it make sense to me mm-hmm. that Nikki Dunlap of the University of Alabama, who became the first amateur to win on PGA Tour since Phil Mickelson in 1991, doesn't get to keep his money. Uh, I don't know. We lost the amateur thing a long time ago in the Olympics. We've lost the amateurism. That's what I'm and saying. There's no what amateurism are we doing here? And by the way, if and, and and by the way, or maybe that's one of the things that's wrong with the PGA Tour and ultimately led to you know. Why can't I keep the money? I don't, I don't know. Think that's there, a there PGA, be, I don't think that's the PGA. There I think used that's to be golf, a, that's golf, Dan. That's not PGA Tour. There used to be a purity in the game. I mean, Bobby Jones yeah, won majors. Was the amateur. ultimate amateur and and never took money and was a lawyer and um. But yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, it wouldn't bother me a bit if I, it's a golf rule. I don't think it's an NCAA rule. Yeah, like golf doesn't right. allow an amateur right. because, and they do it. To keep your local pro from going out and winning your member guests this weekend, which is a silly, silly notion. Back in the day, that may have mattered when golfers weren't making any money. I don't think there are any exclusive golf pros that are excited about going and, and, and sandbagging an amateur event. But for this college kid to go out and become the first amateur winner on tour in 33 years and not get to keep the check mm-hmm. is beyond silly. Okay. And there should be this rule then. Because you know how it works? You have to declare... Before the tournament, if you're going to keep your prize money. Okay. Why? Why do you have to do the before? How about I'm an amateur, I'm this dude, let me play, and then, okay, if I win, all right, I'll go pro and I'll take the money. If I don't, then I'm not taking the money. Is that hard? That's fair. It just seems like golfers out of nowhere have been the most pigeonholed by the state of quote-unquote amateur athletics. Like, it's okay for dude to have sex change and win a women's golf tournament this weekend, but it's not okay for an amateur to win and take home the check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, all over the place. But anyway, that was the uh, story. The Shazam Spotlight are brought to you by ShazamAuto.com and the Murray Ford Superstores. First time an amateur has won on PGA Tour in 33 years. This dude's the real deal. Nick Dunlap is your reigning U.S. amateur champion. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. No, I, mean, so I you, heard that yesterday. Yeah, you're a U.S. Am champ, and you're winning a PGA Tour as an amateur. The good news for him is he's obviously going to make a. He's going to be a star. Play. Yeah, I mean that 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 you know who does those types of things? Tiger Woods, Phil yeah. Mickelson. That's a short Jack list, Nicholas, yeah. right? That's a short list of guy. Even Tiger didn't win uh, as an amateur. He's just 20 years old, and also Hick, you know, he did it with a pretty good field. 
mean, he's playing in the final group with Justin Thomas and Sam Burns. These are, you know, major winners. Oh, but, yeah. You know. I watched a little bit on Saturday, uh, uh, JT, uh, as I was cheering him up the leaderboard. I mean, that dude was in. I mean, you talk about getting in a zone for golfers. I mean, yeah. he, he couldn't miss. He could not miss. He couldn't miss with the putter. He couldn't miss with the driver. He couldn't miss with the irons. I mean, everything. He dang near holed out on one of the par threes. Um, it was going right in the hole, and it just lipped around it and um, shot a 61, I think. And I guess that's what happens. Get back shoot. in it, yeah. And obviously, that course is conducive to shooting a 61 because we saw it a bunch David of times. David Ball had a 59. Uh, uh, Dunlap had a 60, the lowest am- yeah. round ever by an amateur. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've won a U.S. amateur and you win a pro golf event as an amateur, we're talking about this is like the next Scotty Scheffler. That's who this guy's going to be. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess that my, my point is – Despite not getting the money, and most of us would sit there and go, oh, my God, I could have won $1.5 million. He, I still, he knows the money's know. coming. Yeah, maybe, unless he breaks his shoulder oh, tomorrow sure. and never plays well, again. That, that, there's always it's that. more the silliness of today. Oh, yeah. Whoever's, whatever rule this is, whether it's golf that says he can or NCAA or amateur, amateurism is gone. Yes. Hick, this is coming, okay? And I've had a couple of people contact me about this. Mm-hmm. This NIL and this payment of players is coming to high school, and it's coming fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're meeting already at the state level on how to deal with it. Ridiculous! It is beyond ridiculous. We need to cut it off. Bad enough at the college level. Yeah, we need to cut it off. Regulate it now. Now there's no high school player in the world should be getting paid. You should be. It's a privilege to play high school sports. How about that? Yeah. Not a. Not a. You know. Not a copay. Um. I feel. I sense. A division. Among Jag fans, mm-hmm. when it comes to the first round of this year's draft, I want to get into that a little bit. I, I sense a splitting of the fan base into two groups. And okay. I, want to, I want to see if you agree with it? me and get into it when we come back on the oh. other side. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorcementOnly.com. I thought I hit that pretty well. Either. Yeah, you did. You came through it that way. Mm-hmm. Is this Bone Crusher? <laughs> no, man. No? You know the dude singing the Cupid Shuffle? Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is this is new dance called Flex. All right, Flex, baby. Yeah, I'm going to teach you this little line dance. Right. Old man White. Let's flex up. Prosting up doing the Flex dance. So there's not a... Um, what I'm reading is it's not a slam dunk that Belly gets the Atlanta job. Yeah, I think they're kind of torn between he and Harbaugh. And I, I think Harbaugh would take the Chargers job if offered. Why would I, Harbaugh want the Chargers because of Herbert? Yeah, 100%. Why does everyone want – everyone seems to want the Atlanta job. They must be paying more or something. Yeah, I don't – I don't think it's paying. I, it I, could be. But which – I think it's because everything is in place but the quarterback. I think the thought is the Falcons are going to emerge out of this offseason with either Fields – or a trade-up for one of the top two, or at the very least, Russell Wilson. That seems to be, you know, where they're heading. My son, the diehard Falcon fan, does not want Bill Belichick. Why don't they I, want Bill Belichick? I think it's just, because, well, the one, it's his age. Mm-hmm. Two, his offenses are terrible. The mm-hmm. offenses have been terrible without Brady. Yeah. They just have. I mean, it's maybe not all be his fault, or, you know, whatever the reasons are. And whether it's validatable, <laughs> is that word? It's a nice try. Um, i it. You know, can you validate? They allowed it. Can you validate this? I don't know if this is validatable, <laughs> but the, but the truth remains that outside of Brady, Bill Belichick's a sub five hundred coach, and it's now more years than it was when it was just Cleveland. Yeah, you know, he's had those years with Cleveland, and he's had three with New England, 
And out of those six years, he's had two winning seasons. That that matters. That's 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 urban without Tebow at Florida, at least. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I anyway. Um, the Falcons are open to opening up the search after two meetings with the six-time Super Bowl champion uh, Jim Harbaugh's second interview. Uh, ben Johnson, Raheem Moore. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, man, but if you're hiring Ben Johnson know, or Raheem I, Morris I or Aaron Glenn or Brian Callahan or Bobby Slowick. Could be what he's asking. And I'll tell you another for. guy that these, I don't understand. These, these owners have very massive, large egos. They do. So, I'll tell you another guy I don't understand why he's not. I would hire him in a second, Mike Vrabel. And I think he may yeah, be on the that, outside looking that's in. That's who he wants. That's who my son wants. He wants well, Vrabel. Okay, at least he does yeah. at least he does that. Yeah, yeah. Mike Vrabel is a terrific. He would take Belichick. He's torn. I mean, you, yeah. you, you understand the greatness. I, I just, look, I would say this. As a 56-year observer of the Atlanta Falcons, of them being my blood and guts team for the first 20-something years of 26, 7, 8 years of my life, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody can lose like Atlanta franchises. So if you have the chance to get the the guy regarded as the best of all time, mm-hmm. then you do it. Yeah. I mean, you got to have an equal, an opposite and equal overall force of nature power to deal with the, you know, Atlanta in you. It's so funny. Detroit is this year's Philadelphia. Their OC and uh, 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 their DC are getting all these job interviews, and it sucks because it's during the playoffs. I mean, aren't these guys busy or no? Like, this Brian Johnson and Aaron Glenn dudes have had, like, multiple Zoom interviews, I guess, or whatever, as they're trying to prepare for the most important game of their lives, one that's going to help them. And it does seem like um, Dan Quinn is kind of locked in in Seattle. Again, if I'm Seattle, why not go get Vrabel? But I can't help but wonder. Quinn's a good coach. I'd be okay with that. He was more successful than Vrabel as a head coach. Was he? Yeah. He went to a Super Bowl? Did Vrabel go to a Super Bowl? No, but what else did Dan Quinn do? Dan Quinn went to the playoffs all the daggum time. He did? Yeah. They were a, not the top seed. Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. They no, he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, did he do that other times? Yeah, they went right they went back to, to, to Philly the next year. They had him beat, and Ke- Keanu Neal dropped the ball. He's, so he went 8-8, he went 11-5, eight and 10-6, eight, and, and, and he went 7-9, seven 7-9, and nine, seven and, nine and 0 and 5. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't. The zero and five d- definitely takes a lot of the steam out of that. Yeah, I guess similar would probably be the better way to describe. That's probably. Vrabel went to a lot more playoff. I don't know if Vrabel has a playoff win. Does he? Sure, he does. With the with the Titans, he beat Tom Brady in his last game. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is that the only say. one? Or did was say. he the coach when they went out to Philly and one uh, out to Kansas City and one? I want to say that Mike Vrabel. <clears throat> he went to the playoffs three straight years. Did he? Lost to the Chiefs in the AFC title game, went two and one, then lost to the Ravens in a wild card game, then lost to the Bengals. That was the big loss, but they were the number one seed. But so they lost two, to the Bengals in the AFC games. divisional game. So he's two and Pretty three. similar, actually, then. They're prob- probably similar, yeah. getting similar guys. Yeah. Success wise. Yeah. Yeah, Quinn's definitely more personable. So, and I think that whether it's right or not, and again, this is just my impression, but I feel like if you're Seattle, you're John Schneider. You probably you you want to kind of be the guy in charge, so to speak. You have a comf- comfortability with uh, Quinn. Do you, you don't have with Vrabel. Vrabel's a little prickly. He comes Quinn, off as a little prickly. Quinn came from Seattle to right to the Gators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Did um I I know draft talk draft talk had gotten huge. Mm-hmm. I I feel a dividing line out there though in what. 
JAG fan, JAG media, JAG expert, okay. i.e. Tony Baselli, mm-hmm. who they want with that first round pick. Okay. I what feel I feel uh E. T, what do you want with that seventeen pick? <sighs> Man. Just want you get I just answer. I receiver. Know. You want a receiver. Yeah. What what do you want? Well, I would uh, we need interior linemen. There you go. Well, there you go. We don't have to go any further. That's a perfect right. example. I feel like it, by the time this is all said and done, you're going to have the receiver camp with strong feelings, yeah. and you're going to have the interior lineman camp with strong feelings, and that interior lineman could come from either side of the ball. Yeah. I don't know that you can find a center or guard. Right. But I do think you can find, like, again, you know me. I'll take 17 right now and trade it to Tampa for Vita Vea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I'd trade that pick, and depending on who's picking, I'll trade my pick right now for some veteran dude. I find myself changing my mind. And if now look, here it's like any time you talk like this, there comes with the asterisk. Well, you got to get the right one. Mm-hmm. The Jacks could have had Justin Jefferson at number 20, and they didn't do it. They didn't have the foresight. They, did, they went to all those LSU practices, and they came away thinking Caleb on Jason's better. That's how ridiculously bad our guys are. Yeah. They went to LSU to scout. And they came back with Kayla and Chase on when Justin Jefferson's on the board. Sheesh. Anyway, you got to take the right guy. But there's odds are at 17, there's going to be a receiver there who's going to be a a number one down the road. Maybe it's that Roma Dunze from from Washington. I like that guy. I like that guy too. And and to be honest, I think he would be more valuable to the Jags, to the offense, and to Trevor Lawrence than a guard. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then you go for the, I mean, most of those excellent big guys, aren't you finding them in like second, third, fourth round? Isn't that where most all pro guards are coming from or no? Well, you don't usually draft them first. Not that high. Yeah. If you have a, like a late 20s pick, you can do it. But if you're picking 17th, man, I I think it's, I'm changing my mind on a lot of things. It's time to let Ridley go. Not pay that money. <sighs> and, and get and get a Dunze in here. It's time to let Zay Jones go. Those dudes don't catch the ball. They're not good enough. Too many drops. Play the video back for me, y'all sent. Y'all sent a video to it with 17 of those drops. Daggum, eight or nine of them were by Ridley. He's going to want $15 million a year. I mean, Steelers got Pouncey and DeCastro. <clears throat> yeah. Those guys were pretty good. I don't know, man. I don't I, know if those guys were in this draft, at least from what I've seen. I don't know enough. I'm not, oh, yeah. you know, I'm not seeing a bunch of linemen. Well, there's a ton of offensive tackles. But Correct. That's and that's we don't the one need. where we're okay. Yeah. Or you would say we're okay. I, I, what about it? To, what about like Kool Aid McKinstry, a corner? Could I sell you that or no? Kool. We need. I'm with you. We need I big guys. I didn't think he was that good at Alabama. We need big guys. So my answer would be no. But I, I, I the first interior offensive lineman <sighs> comes from I mean, Washington, yeah. Faltanu. But yeah. here's the problem: they've got the Cowboys taking him 24, but his prospect rank is 39. I mean, if you could get me, there. if you could get me, if you could guarantee me the BB guy in the second round, the K State Mauler, yeah. I like him. Mm-hmm. Now again, I don't know enough about these guys, but that guy excites me. Like they talk about him on, you know, he went and played in the bowl game because he loved. Uh, I, I just I like that guy, and I think he's a Mauler. I think. As Tony would say, he moves people. Only one interior offensive lineman in this mock draft's first round, and it doesn't come until pick number 24. Yeah. You know, the Jags pick 17th. That's that's pretty significant, you know. Yeah. I just think you got to find those guys rounds two, three, I think. I'm Not that they can't be found higher. Sometimes they can. But I do feel like while everyone is telling us you need big guys, 
right? Right. We've heard Tony tell us that. I've heard Log say it. You know, we need big guys. We got to be big and more physical. I'm just, you also need, you also need skilled players. Yeah. You also need to keep your, you know, you need, you need to keep replenished there. The problem is we, you know, the other side of the railing on Balky and what he's done is we do have legit, we have legitimate shortfalls here in talent because of the picks that have been made. Like we have needs that are still there, even though he's addressed them two years in a row in the gotta, draft. Got to clean things up. Yeah. Man. Big gotta time clean up. And you got to make decisions on guys. Like oh, you how just I wish Trent Balky'd walk off and take a job with Goodell today. Gosh, it would be a glorious day for Jaguars football. A new sense of pr- you just You purpose. just said you'd let Ridley go. I couldn't disagree yeah. more with I that one. I hear you. I mean, I would never. I hear you. I would work something out if I could pay him, you know, a, a, a Odell Beckham-like deal. I'd do that in a second. I mean, I, I mean, first off, if I let him go and I get a rookie, I don't think we're as good weeks one through eight. Now, we may be better. This kid may be great, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, there's a risk involved, too. Sure. I mean, uh, you you like that Rome, Rome guy. Well, the Some Cowboys, like kinda, the Cowboys kind of kind of let let Dez go, and they got C.D. Lamb. You know, I mean, they're you got to pick the right guy. They're good at yeah. Yeah, you got to get the right guy. Good at it. Yeah. All right, we got well, uh, yeah, Let me get a, a, a speed trap in play real quick. I got a speed trap in play right now. This Drill Speed Trap Alert is brought to you by Cal and Truck Accessories. They've got radar detection and more. Over 100 years, man. Family run and operate over 100 years. That's a century, you know. Uh, Chip's out this morning. Potch and John, JTV and Southside. So uh, if you're out and about, you keep those speeds down. And uh, that JTV and Southside, that's that's a dirty one there. Have you ever been humming down Southside Boulevard, headed south, and whoops, there they are underneath JTV? Well, now you've been alerted. It's a Drill Speed Trap. Alert. We are coming back for the 9 o'clock hour. These boys have a moniker for it. That and more next. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Gookin Nation. It's another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes, Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. E is a GOAT producer. All right, we are back, ready for the 9 o'clock nasty. Time to get a little crazy. A couple things uh, from all kinds of the sports world. Uh, we are set for our Final Four, obviously, in the NFL. We've talked a lot, great deal about that. Talked a lot about the Jaguars today. Uh, Clippers, a little 22-0 run to close things out last night and go from being way down to not only winning but covering their basketball game. Uh, we had uh, Saturday night at the Garden, uh, quickly, and RJ came back and Knicks gave them a nice warm welcome and then beat their uh, pants off. So I enjoyed that. Um, been a good trade for your Knicks. I saw that the uh, I saw that the Lions have more wins in January than the Pistons do currently. I, I saw that too. Uh, I see your guys out for a while. I got good. Banged That's in the addition head. by subtraction. He missed two games. Dejounte Murray hit two back to back game winning buzzer beaters. Uh, Atlanta won three in a row. Trey came back. They lost by twenty. He's got a concussion. Hopefully, he won't play again this uh, the rest of the year. And maybe we'll get back in the playoff. Huh? All right, all right. He That's- is the worst good player I've ever seen in my life, Dan. <laughs> no, I'm not even like this. Isn't an anti Atlanta, uh-huh, anti Trey. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's the worst good. If you looked at the dude's stats, you can you can position him as yeah historical. Yeah, he's the worst good player in the history of sports that I've ever seen in any sport. That doesn't mean he's a terrible player. He's the worst good player. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Clark got run into by an Ohio State fan in delirium yesterday after uh, the Bucks knocked off uh, number two and previously 
undefeated in the Big Ten, Iowa. Uh, she kind of flopped a little bit, I thought, on that one, but uh, got helped off the court a little bit. But I think she's going to be okay. I mean, I, I get she that would I I could get behind that. I heard what you did there. Mm-hmm. I could get behind that a little more if she acted different in post game, but she was totally. Like I get it, you know, celebrates great she, win. Yeah, okay. she didn't. She didn't make a big deal. Okay. You know. Yeah. The Ohio State AD came immediately up to. She did have forty. She could have forty-five, and you can hardly tell. Yeah. She does shoot a lot, though, boy. Yeah. But she's like, did I see I, second? Maybe it's not second in the nation. She's high in the nation in assists. I mean, she averaged thirty-one and eight. It's like NBA point guard numbers, yeah. playing 48 minutes and running and gunning the whole time. I mean, that's throwing the little girls that'll throw up an air ball from eight feet now if you're not careful. Yeah. You know, she's not dishing to, <laughs> she's not dishing to, to, you know, here comes Giannis on the wing who's going to, I mean, every assist in the women's game is dicey, Hick. You know, NBA, you bring it up, you dish it out to the corner, they drain the three, you know, eight times out of ten, there's an assist. I have in front of me the NFL Final Four Conference Championship team since 2014. Since 2014. And uh, we've had a different combination, at least, every year. It sometimes seems like it's the same old teams, but there's usually an, an upstart team in there. What, 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 I'm sorry, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the Final Four every year since 2014. Like in 2014. In football. In football. Okay. I had Seattle, Green Bay, the Colts, and the Patriots, which makes sense. The Patriots uh, were five in a row. By the way, uh, going against the Patriots, I had the Colts, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Jags, and then the Chiefs made their appearance. And then the Chiefs have made the last six. And since the Chiefs came in, there was one crossover, Chiefs-Patriots, and it was the Titans, the Bills, the Bengals, the Bengals, and now the Ravens. So it's really been the Chiefs or the Patriots every year. Okay, It's really been the Chiefs every year. Well, the Patriots had five since 2014. Oh, oh since 14. Yeah. Uh, then in the... They don't seem to count because none of the pieces are still in place, you know? Yes. Then in the NFC, the two teams that have stood out more than any other, San Francisco with four appearances and Green Bay with four appearances. And then a mishmash of everybody else. I've got one year I did have a strange Carolina-Arizona in 15. You'll remember that one. Sure. I do Um, remember that one, actually. I've got your Falcons with uh, one appearance. They took on Green Bay. Uh, they 16. won that. They beat the heck out of them, and then they had a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. They did. I've got the Eagles-Vikings in 17. Uh, the Eagles have a, a couple appearances. I have the Seahawks-Packers in 14, by the way. I had the Saints make an appearance against uh, the Rams, who got two appearances. I've got Then I have San Fran-Green Bay one year in 19. I've got Tampa-Green Bay in 20, the Brady year. And then I have San Fran, L.A., San Fran, Philly, San Fran, Detroit. So San Fran, the last four out of the last five. And Kansas City, the last six. And we've already had a Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl. Yeah. And we have this ridiculous logo thing still up in the in play. Yeah, which is very much in play. The two favorites will be, you know. Interesting. Well, I've never seen SI going bankrupt. Yeah, I've never seen them close their doors after what they've done to the to the mag over the last few years. I mean, you've taken every good thing about it and bastardized it. What is your poisoned uh, it? I'll give you a couple of these. Peter King did this thing this morning. Uh, What is your your personal favorite SI cover of all time? Yeah, I was. I mean, I I 
appreciated the covers mm-hmm. for their history, mm-hmm. but it's not like every week the cover came out and I remember this. There's certain ones I, I isn't there one where Magic is like sitting in a hoop with a magician's yes. hat on? That was one of the. the That's favorite. a memorable one I remember. I think I remember Tiger on Augusta. Okay, given the 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 fist pump. So as a as a did you you get SI as a kid? hundred percent. Yeah, so did I. And what does was there a memory when one of your favorite teams got on the cover? I don't remember. Like was Dominique? I, I, don't, or I don't. I don't. Murphy? Think, I don't. Or... I'm going to say this. As a child, I don't think any of my favorite teams were ever on the cover. Okay. Did we get a grits blitz cover one time with the with the with the Falcons? Like the the Mets. Like Henry Aaron was on the cover, Mets but I was a, just a little kid. The Mets had plenty of covers, but there are some good ones. But anyway, so they asked Drew Brees his favorite, and his is well, he's holding his kid up, so that's a pretty cool one. If so, his Brees. is of himself. They all picked themselves. Yeah. Joe Buck picked the '67 Cardinals after winning the World Series. They had them all in. A, in a row, McCarver, Gibson, uh, Brock down the list. And it said, it's funny because on the cover, it said, it pointed out the lunacy of paying a world champion team a total of almost a million dollars. Wow. Times have And it had their little salaries. I listed. remember SI not for the columns. I remember for the terrific writers used to sure. mean something. It had Fred DeFord, Curry yeah. Kirkpatrick, Tim Layden, uh, Feinstein, Rick Riley. Rick Riley. They're just, just, just like, they they were wordsmiths, man. If you read a story about I love the final four, it just it played like a movie the way they and it was it was a fantastic magazine. I looked forward to every Thursday when it came in the mail yep. catching up. Now you have to understand, gang. That's this how we got be- our information. Before internet and social media and cable television. You'd have great stories. Uh, and I was also an, a sporting news guy, and it was more yeah. than nitty-gritty. You got it yeah. once a week and had all the Stats. box scores yeah. from the week, and so you yeah, got your fill that way. I had, uh, I had Jack Lambert with Missing His Teeth, The Man of Steel. That's a great cover. I remember that one. Uh, the Super Softs was magic. That's in the tux, jumping I up remember, on the basket. I, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure Jordan in form hitting the game winner in college. I have college basketball's mm-hmm. secret weapon, explosive Larry Bird with a couple of the cheerleaders going, shh. Uh, that was a good one. Sid Finch, I remember that one. Sid Finch, I got New Life in the WFL. That's where Warfield, yeah. Zonk, and Kick I went to that. Memphis. I remember that, 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 that cover. I remember that. Boomer picked, and this is obviously a great cover. And he said this is where it kind of started. Um, Boomer with his young son on his shoulders. Boomer Sison? Yeah, Gunner, who had... Cystic fibrosis, and you know, talking about him, maybe not. And now, I'll give his you another, son is thirty-two, and, made and has two has a kid and another one on the way, and I, still alive, which I, is a great story. I I'll give you a, the a, super catch by Dwight Clark. I, that's what I was about to say. I remember that cover, the super catch. That's a good one because I'm probably not, the. Is there one most famous? I don't know no, if there can there's be. One, there's one without words that is pretty pretty doggone awesome, and that's the Miracle on Ice shot. Yeah, yeah. Um. And that was picked by a lot of the guys. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That was uh, hard to remember. Now yeah. we're talking, you know, 45 years on that one. Remember? Drew Rosenhaus picked himself, of course. He was pretty excited about that. Remember so. the Vince Young one with the confetti coming after yeah. the national championship? Yeah. Yeah. SI is yeah. a staple. And well, I mean, I remember the gate, you know, the gate. As for now, yeah. I would, t- like, if I could go back and order covers, it'd be Braves winning the title, Gators winning the title. It would be that stuff. I have framed in my house, up in my room upstairs, I took uh, about... I don't know, seven or eight of Jacksonville guys on the cover. And I've got I've got Timmy, who made the cover a couple times. I've got Jonathan Papelbon. I've got David Duvall. 
blowing out the smoke on one of his irons when he was the number one player in the world. Um, I've got Brunel on a cover. I've got uh, and, and and I like the although Alabama won the game. I had Colin Peak, the Alabama tight end, and Ryan Stamper, both from Jacksonville. Colin went to Bowles, and Ryan went to First Coast. Still see Ryan. He works for the Jags now um, on a cover. That was pretty cool. So just through the years, a compilation. But, yeah, it's, it was uh, – they ruined it, and I don't know what's going to happen to it. But once it went away from weekly, and then it went every couple weeks, and then it just kept fading out, it's long gone. And uh, Jack in 86 is another good one. Yeah, um, that's that, and that's him putting. You can see him; he's kind of yeah. hunched over watching it roll. And I remember a lot of them. The, yeah, the, the, Kim the, K on a swimsuit cover. No, stop. <laughs> yeah, oh, stop. There are a lot, though. I mean, and there were. Uh, I guess for us, who was it? Pross was it? Cheryl Teagues was the girl when we were kids. Is that the one who was on the cover? I don't remember. But with the uh, with the kind of the fishnet. Yeah, yeah, we were seeing some. Yeah, I don't know private areas a little bit. I think so. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, just up top, you know. You might want to Google that. Side and go ahead and just show us what what, what women board. have up there, you know, in case yeah. we didn't know at that stage. Yeah, but anyway, the the death of Sports Illustrated is a, a death for I, I journalism. Would, I would say sports it's sad, journalism. but it's not. Journalism's been dead for a lot of years. SI hasn't been real, hasn't been no. impactful in forever. Weren't they down to like a month or every two weeks or whatever? They killed it. They killed it by, st- listen, it's like so many of these They'll learn. There's more website. People are going to learn. You can't force feed your opinion on what people are turning to you for. Yeah. That's when you lose. And with all due respect, there is a time and a place for all size and shapes of people and different. But when SI turned the swimsuit model into their own personal, you know, validation of all body types and people, that's not what a swimsuit is for. You know, I just, whatever. Y'all do you, and what happened? Do they still operate an online prison? Like, what happens to, like, SHIP? Right. right. I saw SHIP uh, on social media say that at this point he's still doing his thing. So I, well, they should be able to still maintain some sort of online presence, but it all comes down to people don't know how to run businesses. Mm-hmm. And the print industry, boy, they just, from newspapers to magazines, I, I think there's some arrogance you know, back in the beginning, when at times you should have made some adjustments, they didn't, right? Right, right. And newspapers are dying. They're all dead. They don't give you what they what they used to give you. It'd be like if you went to get a Big Mac one day, 30 years later, E.T., and you used to have Big Macs all the time as a kid, mm-hmm, and when you mm-hmm. went to get a Big Mac and they brought it to you and it was fish. It's just not what it is. Right, right. You know, there was an expectation. There was a deliverance from print journalism. That you couldn't get other places, and now they they dumbed it down, and they cheat the system, and they it's worthless, really, in a lot of areas. Um, and and that's I was is fits into that same category of major newspapers that are falling by the wayside today because they're not giving you news. Again, I, I'm one of the idiots that still gets the TU, and I, I, I not because their 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 information isn't. Solid it is, but it's a day and a half late. That's just dumb. Why am I paying for a newspaper that tomorrow I'm going to have Sunday's news in it? It's 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 lunacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet I read a first front page article this weekend on how the comic section is going to be better. 
a page of my Sunday paper. Uh-huh. Comics, uh-huh. ick. Uh-huh. How the comics are going to be better. What are we doing? I think we put Martha Stewart on the cover of SI in the last <sighs> couple years in the swimsuit. Sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, when wild, you go. Wild, and, man. Again, man, there are so many platforms for people to get their opinion out. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. do we have to, like, cross-pollinate them? Like, SI should not be the platform for. <sighs> we'll take a break. We'll keep it rolling. It's uh, <laughs> Monday here on The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Bum, 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 bum. I'm ready to see what's trending. You guys. You know me, I famously didn't let Billy Cundiff get get back on the on the bus. I believe that was a loss at maybe New England one year for Baltimore. Yeah, Tyler Bass looking for work for me this morning, boys. Yeah. Right, that's what it looked like. I'm Tyler Bass. It's my turn to man up. Oh, no. Yeah, I'd cut the kicker today, man. That's it. I got you for one reason. Missing 44 yarders with a game on the line. That ain't it. By the way, this just the uh, this continues the late season swoon for Bass. I think I saw he's two for his last six. I mean, the Green Bay. Green Bay got exactly what they deserve. They've been watching their knucklehead kicker miss them all year long. It's cost them games. And is Mason Crosby still in the league? I don't know. I thought he was. I thought I saw him somewhere. I'm so, sitting there thinking, man, I sure would like to have Mason Crosby. But yeah, these kickers, man, they just drive you crazy. Hey, Chad, you got one job, man. It's a 44-yarder. You guys make 44-yarders in your sleep. If you missed it, it's one reason only. You are a shell of a choking dog, dude. Yeah, Mason Crosby and his Giants debut, <sighs> so the Giants picked him up. They should have never cut him, dude. You can never trust the kickers because you can never ramp up the true pressure they feel the few times in their career, and I swear they blow it more times than not. That's why you, the Justin Tuckers and the Vinatieri's, you hold on to them like sweet death, dude. They are the they are the closest thing to like real football players. All, look! Look what our boy McManus did down the stretch when it started to matter. Mm-hmm. Couldn't make a kick, he. He can't be back. I mean, it's just these he kickers are just. And again, I this Scoby, you don't count. Scoby's a man's man. He's six one two ten walking in the room. He'll mm. play. Mm. These jokers. I'm Tyler Bass. It's my turn to kick. I'm scared, Coach. Blister it off. And by the way. Don't get me started on that Stefan Diggs. I've listened to that guy run his mouth for three years like he's the best thing since sliced bread. Game on the line, season on the line. Nice drop, Diggsy. Well, let's see what's trending. Take it away, E. Number five. It has been confirmed. Yes, sir. Taylor Swift's Eras Tour yeah. has officially been named the highest grossing tour oh, yeah. of all time. Is that the one that continues as, like, my daughter will yes. be on the Eras yeah. Tour? Yes. Yeah, so, uh-huh. yeah, they, we'll just keep padding it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I watched the game with the Swifty yesterday. Biggest reaction when they show Taylor Swift in the in the booth. Uh-huh. And when they do that, when when Kelsey actually makes a play, which he made a couple yesterday. He made a couple. Yeah, he balled out. I give it to him. But, yeah, my daughter and her husband, they're going off to Vancouver in December to see this Eras Tour. So, it's pretty legit, she'll though. get some of our cash. And she won on the tickets too, so that's what's so good. good for her. Yeah, it's hard to win a raffle, bro. And only 110 bucks for the tickets. Can you believe win. that? Win. I'm telling you, I'll sell them. I drive, so fast. I, I drive, I drive my son in law crazy every time because I'm like, yeah, what are those tickets up to, man? Don't kid yourself. <laughs> he'd sell them, right? Yeah. Number would, four. I asked for 10, if there were $10,000, would you sell them? She said, no. <sighs> what is this impact that these that's stars cra- have? Man, crazy. 
Um, we just touched on this uh, recently. We said bye bye to uh, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Um, as we we said, some of the more memorable covers that we um, we've been around. One that I have actually autographed is a uh, Peyton Manning. It was a Super Bowl forty-eight with the uh, Broncos Seahawks. Peyton was getting smashed by some uh, Seahawks players. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, of course, won that game forty-three-twelve. I like it. Number three. I don't like this, man. So I, I don't know if y'all caught this, but I saw it live. After the game, Pat Mahomes ran over to the sideline. I don't know if he was running over to a family member or a kid or whatever. Uh-huh. But he can't. He went to give him like high fives or whatever. Uh-huh. And they were pelting. Throw him at him. Yeah, you get him. But that's so Buffalo. Yeah, Bills. you go get it. Make him full of ice too. Come over here. I saw all those Chiefs fans. Those Chiefs players were like. Blowing him kisses. Oh, yeah. throw a fastball. Get him right between the eyes. But Patrick can't have nothing to do with it. Yeah, that yeah. helmet on, Patrick. Yeah, yeah keep the helmet on, They should man. keep it on. Yeah. They should keep I, I saw it. And it is, I mean, in all seriousness, those aren't fluffy snowballs anymore at that point. Those are big oh, chunks yeah. of yeah. ice they're Oh, throwing. yeah, that'll hurt. So if it hits you in the head, it would hurt. But it looks like everyone escaped, uh, you know, unharmed. Number two. And gentlemen, y'all educated me on this. That's one thing about the Drew. Not only do we entertain, but we educate. Okay. Nick Dunlap. Yes. Oh, what a day he had. Oh, what a day. Well, what a weekend he had. I mean, this cat won the the PGA Tour event this week, and the the reason that's monumental is he's an amateur, and an amateur has not won a PGA Tour event since Phil Mickelson in 1991. He's already a U.S. amateur. Like, he's up there in that Bobby Jones, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson. When you make a list of guys, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's a short list, and he's going to fit into those categories. And most of those guys, Hick, that have come along, the Jordan Spieth, the Tiger Woods, they they live up to at least some of that billing at the next level. So I, I would, you know, you've already given Obear, you know, 15 majors as yes, the next great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe it's this kid right there with him. Maybe. No, or maybe not. It might be. Hold on. Number one. It might be Haley Davidson. <laughs> Haley Davidson. Why do you do this? <laughs> Um, a transgender golfer who uh, who won. I mean, and uh, why it's why it's so significant is because she increased her chances of uh, qualif- qualifying in the LPGA. Yeah. I knew we should have done New York City headlines. I wonder if the LPGA <laughs> would have the backbone to not allow a man to come win their tournaments because I mean, call yourself transgender. I want this. This is a dude where it can feel like a woman. He can consider himself. He can identify as a woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a man wearing a skirt playing women in golf. Christian, how we how Christian, we got to this point? I don't understand. Christian school teacher allegedly tried to poison hubby's smoothie with deadly plant during a fair. <laughs> yeah, would have been more fun. <laughs> Dan has jumped into the headlines. Is yeah. what he's saying. Just transfer transition right over. We'll do them both. No, no. Pet Paradise get double billing today. Well, again, I, you know, this of all of the craziness in the world right now, however we got to the point that we allow biological males to play female sports, it's unbelievable to me. And there is no excuse or reason. And if Haley Davidson wants to play competitive golf, then they can go play in a men's event, which you are allowed to do. And the reason we have it separated that way is because mm, men are bigger, faster, and stronger. Rhythm and booze. Effing hammered L. King slam for ruining Dolly Parton's birthday show. Forgetting lyrics. Larry King? No. Oh. He's gone. The Lizard Kings. I thought maybe it was an old story. Like, you know, he ruined a birthday party mm-hmm. forever ago. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what's uh, trending. Well served, E. Sure. It's brought to you by Pet Paradise. Uh, well serving you with locations all over town. 
Uh, call and make your appointment today and get to know them there at Pet Paradise. Because everything from grooming, veterinary services, they got New Day Veterinary Care, by the way. They have facilities now all over the country. They are right around your corner, though, for something uh, whenever you need. So go ahead and make plans and make sure that part of your planning includes Pet Paradise so you get those best friends, those furry four-legged best friends of yours all taken care of as well. Go to PetParadise.com. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit TireOutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. Hello, Tony. Good morning. What do you got cooking on a Monday? We'll check in with Hayes Carline on the show this morning during the 10 o'clock hour. Our question of the day today, what is an issue that the Jacksonville Jaguars have to address this offseason that is not being talked about enough? Oh. To this point. That's a good question. Early in the process, though, but yeah. I bet there's a few of those. <laughs> Doesn't no it seem like? I guess it's just you know, I mean the same record as last year, mm-hmm. and yet this year we have a lot of the same players. Absolutely, and we yeah. have a million more concerns. Well, yeah, you didn't win a playoff game this year. It's funny how that works, <laughs> right? Like Houston may still more. have concerns, but they get to console themselves with. They went to the divisional round of the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Th- they still have that. And, look, obviously, your your perception of the season are going to be colored by how it ends. And for the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Philadelphia Eagles, there's nothing sunny, right, in either one of those cities, given how the back halves of both of their seasons went. Just nothing to write home about, for sure. Well, have a great show. Thank you. I'm Mike and Tony getting ready for Jaguars today. E Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeff! Um, the kickers, officials, Sports Illustrated. Golf tournaments you win, you don't get any money. Golf uh-huh. tournaments you win, you're not even the same sex as the other people playing it. I... Oh, I don't know where I am this morning. Okay. E! Hey, where Nick Dunlap's guidance, man? Let that man go ahead and, and leave the, uh, college uh-huh. and go ahead and, uh, and, and, and say he's going pro, man. 1.5? Much more for you in the future, young man. Much, much more. All right, we well, appreciate you hanging out with us on a Monday. Jackson Day coming up next. Have a good day, everybody.